What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another edition, post-Thanksgiving edition of The Hard Count. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody that's going to listen to the podcast, watch the replay, join us live, whatever you're doing right now. If you're here, we appreciate you, all right? Can't start the show without asking how the guy that I host this with is doing. How you doing there, CJ? Thanksgiving was good. Doing all right now? Well, what's going on? Yeah, Thanksgiving was great. Thanksgiving was great. Spent time with the fam. Had some good eats. You know, that's that's always a always a plus on that day. And then most importantly, it just falls right along to, you know, our show, football. Food and football, man. Double F a family with triple F with the family. So it was it was it was a great it was a great Thursday for me. Uh spending some time uh, talking to some some family members and friends, seeing a couple of people that I haven't seen in a few years because of the pandemic. It's crazy. Yeah. The pandemic was two years ago. Um, and, you know, so many people just either moved because of what happened or just, you know, just haven't been able to get outside or really, you know, interact too much socially. Uh, so it was good to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in a while. Now link up back with them, socialize, you know, everything, you know, we're always on our phones, but it's, it's always good to uh, see see people in the physical. That whole in-person thing. Oof. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Hopefully, uh, you know, you and I could, could also could, could link up in person when I'm um, here soon, and uh, you know, we 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 can we can make that happen uh, very soon as well. So, but yeah, it was it was great. It was great, man. I was I was the conover uh, Thanksgiving successful special. as always. <laughs> nice, successful as always. You know, uh, both my brothers pulled up. You know, they got their girls. One of my cousin pulled up. Man was was doing her thing as she always does. You know, a lot of it's turkey. The, the, see, here's my problem. I always call it stuffing. We don't eat technical stuffing because, like, the stuffing, you know, we got like the bread and all that in it, and like, you know, the Stouffer's top. That, you know, whatever. Stouffer's top. Yeah, you everybody thinks of, right? Classic brand. <laughs> that's not what my nan's stuffing is, and I don't know how to describe it to people other than the fact of you probably wouldn't eat it if you looked at it. I didn't. My mm. first many years on this earth. That I now I look back on with great disappointment that took me so long because I don't know how she makes it, still don't know the ingredients in it. Um, but it's like green, and I don't know what it is, but we it's our version of stuff, and it is just CJ. I mean, it is just unbelievable. Chef's kiss. I mean, it's I, I can't, I can't, I mean, the <laughs> Italian sausages in it, I know that. That's about all I know. A little spicy Italian sausage in it, but I don't know any, literally, don't know anything else, and it's green. But it is so good that, like, you know, we literally got a vat sent home about this big. It's gone. It's gone. I believe it. I believe it. The stuffed mushrooms. I'm not a cranberry sauce guy. I'm good. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a big. I'm not a big cranberry sauce guy. Um, nah. Turkey was, was good overrated. though. I don't even like turkey. We discussed turkey, but then, listen, the man does it. It's good. Uh, man, she was. She was MVP. She was in there. Just, wow. <laughs> And that's been MVP, been MVP for 22 years, I mean, <laughs> much, much longer than that for, you know, right. the older people in her life, but, uh, exactly. my MVP for the last 22, at least, you don't, listen, you don't look like this because you're not eating well, <laughs> you know, what I mean? you don't <laughs> no, look that's... like this off the salads, a lot of chicken cutlet and pastas and vats of everything else that I can ever order. Cause you know. <laughs> It's, it's well. I think we had about eight people. I think my nan got like a twenty-five pound turkey. Like we're not each eating 
We're not eating five pounds of turkey now. Nah, no, nah, that's that's crazy. Uh, like, that's crazy. Uh, but you know, twenty five. She's she don't she don't know cooking for one is not understood in the household. Man Anatomy. will always be the unanimous Auto- MVP. That automatic, exactly. automatic. <laughs> hey, listen, the food was good. The vibes were good, and for the first time, I feel like in a while, I can say. Thanksgiving football was good as well. Yeah. Yes. There was good football on Thanksgiving. We kicked it off with the Bills at the Lions. Listen, better game than I thought it was going to be now. Let me respect the Lions here. They've been covering all year, and they are a very good team at home. I think they averaged in the high 30 points per game when they were playing in their own stadium. So they are a pretty solid team. Matt, we're going to get there because I don't think I can do this. I can't. You know, I'll get very upset. I'll get very <laughs> upset. Um, but Bills, a good football team, especially at home. Um, this man Williams stealing touchdowns all over the place. Have you seen his touchdown list? He has like, I think he has thirteen or fifteen, something like that, on the season. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think he has four touchdowns over one yard. It's. Just, I mean, they talk about a goal line beast. That is what exactly what he is. Uh, and yeah, listen, the Lions had a lead uh, late in this game. And I think honestly, just some bad defense there at the end. Josh Allen uncorks about a, a like a, a 40, 50 yard pass, I want to say. They did the math on it because, you know, to get down to where it was at that ball, they did the math about a 50 mile an hour throw. <laughs> so he is, uh, he was chalking that thing downfield. Diggs, of course, that connection is basically. I mean, peanut butter and jelly, you want to say? I mean, a, a, a cold water on a hot day type of thing. I mean, it's just, it just goes perfectly together. It's just simply unbelievable. Uh, go down, kick the field goal, bang, end up winning the game. Much needed win for them, eight and three. Keeps them right there with the Chiefs. If the Chiefs have a little slip up, Bills win out. Chiefs slip up one time, bam. All of a sudden, you got the home game in Buffalo. The playoffs go through Buffalo instead of Kansas City once again. But uh, this is a very good game. And listen, maybe it's a little different for the Lions because I think some people had high, higher expectations. I saw some people, you know, seven, nine, uh, eight, nine, ten wins type situation. I thought they would be improved. I didn't think that they would get there. But you are seeing the improvements. Like if they could fix their defense slightly, just slightly. They'd win a lot more games because this offense is doing what it's supposed to do. And that's with Jared Goff, who, you know, me included. We don't you don't think you're winning the Super Bowl with them. We obviously we saw the Rams, they moved on from him and then won a Super Bowl. So you're, you're probably not winning the Super Bowl with him, but whatever. He's doing his job. I said it, I said it the previous show. If Amon Ross St. Brown was four inches taller, he'd be Julio Jones. I mean, he is he is a very good player. And they're uh, and they're what well, who's they getting but Jameson uh yeah, Jameson Williams coming back. Jameson yes. Williams. Okay, I want to make sure. I, I couldn't remember if it was Williams or not. Jameson Williams, he's, it looks like he's on his way back. So, hey, maybe the Lions aren't the team this year. I think next year is that step. I really do. I think next year you're looking at a damn near 10-win team. I, I would go out there and say a 10-plus win team. Okay, wow. 10 wins. Okay. They. Uh, this, was, this was a good game. This was a good game to start Thanksgiving. For football, then the calm 12, 12 30 game. Uh, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. This was uh this was definitely a uh, uh, a day of really good football where you know a lot of times Lions, Cowboys, they usually sell 
uh, on Thanksgiving Day. But that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case um, on Thursday. And the play that you talked about from Allen to Diggs, that safety, I just – I don't know what these safeties are doing. I mean, who who else who else did you think he's gonna throw the football to in that in that situation? I mean, uh, they had their opportunities. They had their opportunities to win this game. They fought. They played hard. I, they they know what their record is on Thanksgiving Day at home for the Lions. It's a special season for for them, in my opinion. Like the the way they've been able to score the football, go up and down the field, get touchdowns. Jamal Williams, like you said, has has had a phenomenal year. So far, with the amount of touchdowns and Ross St. Brown, they traded Hawkinson, and it looks it looks like that ends up being a great trade because he hasn't really done much in Minnesota, and they look it looks like they haven't missed him in in the slightest. So, uh, they you know they they've done well with that. Jimmy Williams is going to come back. Jim Nance, yeah, yeah, he always. I've never seen an announcer jinx like that in my life. Yeah, his his he hasn't missed a field goal all year. Missed a twenty nine yard field goal. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. Insane, insane, bro. But yeah, the, the Lions they uh they're they're, they're going to be they're going to be around for for a few more years for sure. They're definitely a team for the future. This is the okay. This is what we are. This is and we're we're here to stay. We're going to be good going forward. We just got to clean some things up. Their defense has played much better over the last month or so. In the beginning of the season, that was really that was really the issue for them. Giving up forty bombs. Right, yeah, there was there was just it was just it was it was bad. It was really bad. But now they've locked in these last couple months and have played some really good football. Uh, so yeah, the, you know, even though they're four and seven, we we see the potential. We see what they can be going forward if they just continue to clean some things up. So uh, tough L, but definitely something to look forward to if you're a Lions fan going forward. And for the Bills, you said staying staying the top of the AFC. How about staying the top of the AFC East? Yeah, yeah, sir. Gridiron, how, how you doing, man? Happy holidays, Hope you my guy. A wonderful Thanksgiving as well, Gridiron. Welcome back to the program. Facts, facts. Welcome, man. Welcome. So yeah, they, they got to worry about Miami. Miami has that one win over them in in the division, and they're eight and three as well. So you see that the Miami uh see the Miami game just got flexed into Sunday Night Football a couple weeks from now. It was supposed to be Chiefs Steelers, no Chiefs Broncos. They just flexed Miami Chargers. Into Sunday Night Football. That's good. Week, yeah, Week Fifteen, I believe. That's a much. That's, that's just a much more exciting game. Uh, even even though the chart, yeah, just it's a much more exciting game, man. It just no no one wants to see the Broncos right now on television. How about no. them Trojans? Yeah, Caleb Williams, Heisman, looking like the Heisman right now. He's he's been going crazy. And the AP poll just now. In fact, these NFL teams are uh, salaried for for this guy once once he gets out um, and this becomes eligible for the draft. Maybe the Lions could be a team. Uh, maybe not. I don't think he's he's not eligible this year, but next year, next year he's yeah. gonna, gonna come out. But yeah, Buffalo, they've had they had some a couple. They had the Minnesota loss, and even they should have won that game. But uh, you know they they're, they're going to be all right. They're going to be all right. I like I like the way they've run the football as of late these last couple of weeks. It's, it's not yeah. just Allen, uh, even though Allen was running the, running for his life. It was just sometimes or the offense didn't have it going, and he was just he was just run keep the drive going, running the football. And doing what he needs to do to you know to keep to keep the team, uh, keep the team's confidence going throughout throughout a series, and he's he's just so great at that. And then of course the the passing ability, the arm strength that you alluded to earlier uh, when you when you broke down the game, it's just going to be tough. It's tough to stop him. It's tough to stop him. And as good as this Lion team is, um, it's just it's just not enough against against an MVP type candidate and uh, Josh Allen. 
Yeah, I mean, we're going to see it on Thursday night. Pats are, Pats, are, uh, Pats are playing the Bills, but yeah, I mean, if the Bills ever had like a truly, truly effective running game, I think they could go undefeated. I really do. I mean, it is just, um, I mean, we they definitely ran the ball better in this game, uh, but Josh Allen was still the leading rusher. Uh, he had 10 carries, 78 yards, had a touchdown on the ground as well. But, you know, Devin Singletary, 14 for 72. That's a five-yard carry uh, average. So, obviously, when he needed to, they could do that. And they, I think they did a very effective later in the game. Uh, I almost wish, like, you know, even when the Patriots had Brady, sometimes, you, you know, remember they would come out and just run, like, five run plays in a row just because they were like, we want to do this today. Right. I just wish the Bills sometimes, even if you're not getting the most effective runs, but you're gaining positive yardage, they would come out and be like, you know what, screw it. We're running the ball eight times to start the game. And, you know, even if you're picking up three yards on those carries, it's first down, basically. Three and a half yards. You get get that, you're getting first down. So I almost wish they could do that, take the pressure off, because like I said, the last couple years for Josh, nothing's really gone wrong. Like, ever since he got digs, nothing went wrong. The only wrong decision he's ever made, probably last year as well, was the coin toss. He picked the wrong side of the wrong side of the coin. And now it's kind of like, I think he's gotten to that point where it's like, oh, nothing's gone wrong. I'm going to try and force this ball there because, well, nothing's gone wrong recently, so I might as well try and do it again. And then, you know, he's had the turnover problems recently. He even had turnover in this game. Uh, obviously got to clean that up if the Bills are really going to get to their ultimate goal. Big news coming out of this game as well that was that Von Miller was hurt. Uh, I just saw a clip of him earlier on Twitter. Said it was like a strained, strained something. He's hoping to be back for the Jets game, which is in about which is in about two weeks, I think. So he'll obviously miss this week. Looks like the week after, but he's hoping to be back for the Jets. But yeah, a nice win for the Bills. Hell of a game, and uh, we go on. Giants and the Cowboys. Cowboys got a 28-20 victory here. Very close in the first half of this game. Very very close in the first half of this game. Um, it looked like 13-7. Yeah, I mean, it was – Giants were up too, right? Am I right? right? Yep. Slayton yeah. had that big catch. Yep. Yep, 13-7. It looked like one of those games where it's like, oh, boy, you know, the Cowboys really should win this or they going to choke this one. Is it going to be that typical game, blah, 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 blah. And then the second half they came out and did what they had to do. Uh, Dak threw the two interceptions in the first half of the game, I believe, then came out in the second half, had the two touchdowns instead, uh, 21 out of 30, 261. And, you know, I will say, like, this is this is like a typical Dak game, but good. Because, like, you've seen it a lot of times almost where, you know, they have a bad first half, they're down by a bunch of points, second half, all of a sudden he throws 300 yards in the second half, three touchdowns. He has, you know, g- good numbers at the end, but they end up losing because the first half was so bad that when they're playing catch-up in the second half, they make it close. They end up losing the game, but he has good stats. This is... And listen, maybe it's because they're playing the Giants and they're not an offensive juggernaut, obviously, that, you know, if they're playing a team that can actually score, they're, they lose this game. I mean, they lose this game by 14 points, probably 14, 20 points. I mean, it, it wouldn't have been a story, but, you know, the defense did what they had to do. They kept it to that certain point. They didn't really capitalize off of the turnovers. And, you know, Zeke looked good in this game, 16 carries, 92 yards, and had a touchdown. Um you know, CD Lamb was very good in this game, six for 106. They just did what they had to do. And honestly, the final score of the game with the 28 20 or 28 20. Yeah, I just said 28 20, stupid. Um, it was honestly it wasn't even that close. 
uh, Giants scored a nothing touchdown with like what ten seconds left in the game. Yeah, exactly. Made a twenty, made a twenty-eight to twenty, but it wasn't even that close. So Cowboys in the second half really dominated. I think they outscored them twenty-one to seven in the second half. So uh, good game out of the Cowboys, and yeah, this is what they have to keep doing because listen, they beat the Giants. They're se- the Giants are still seven to four. Cowboys are eight and three. Like Commanders are seven and five. Yeah, I, obviously the Eagles are what ten and one now. I believe it is yeah, exactly. So uh, this is. It's just a juggernaut. Like any other year, the Cowboys are in first place. If you look at this division the past couple of years, the Giants, the, the, the Cowboys, honestly, you look at this division the last couple of years, any single one of these teams the last two years, if you just took their record from this year and made it last season or the previous year, they're a shoo-in. Easily. Shoo-in for the playoffs. And now all of a sudden it's like, damn, everybody want to be good this year, huh? Um, yeah, this yeah. division – Packers still the Cowboys, even though we're four and eight. Sad cheese. Uh, I think the Giants might miss the playoffs this year on a downward slide and still got to play Philly twice. They got to play the Commanders twice as well. So it is definitely, I think the Giants have the toughest remaining schedule of anybody in the NFL, like te- technically like the highest winning percentage in the NFL. So uh, definitely is going to be troubling for them down the stretch. And I'm not going to lie, Gerdon, I think I agree with you. Listen, they were seven and two at one point, and now they're seven and four. And I guess I'll kind of put this question out there as well: like, is it a disappointment of a season? Because you got to remember, beginning of the season, you don't have expectations. Expectations have to change when the circumstance changes. When you are seven and two, you're not. Oh, this is a good season. If we lose out the rest of the year, I'd be fine. If you think that way, good for you. I don't know how I feel about you. Because if I'm 7-2 and all of a sudden I miss the playoffs, it's like, what an opportunity did we just waste? Because, I mean, I think the only guaranteed win the Giants have going forward, and maybe that's not even a guarantee because they play tough, is is the Colts. They play the Colts, and, you know, guarantees are very hard in the NFL, but I would think the Giants would be able to do it. But, I mean, they are beat up, and we've talked about All you got to do is stop Saquon. And with their offensive line, it's not like it's, you know, the, the Dallas Cowboys of the early Dak Zeke here. So, even if you know what's coming, they were still moving you out of the way. And the Giants don't have that, so I think you just stop Saquon, and then Daniel Jones is like, I got to throw this to Darius Slayton. And Darius Slayton is all right, but he's like a max third on a on a good if that, Yeah, I think you're being generous. Yeah. yeah, like a third, fourth. I mean, hell, he's on the he's on the Bengals. He's on the practice squad. Not even, not even on the field. So, yeah. I mean <laughs> – I mean, I'll just just real quick. I'll look at it. The let's go to the Giants right here. Yeah, I mean, Darius Slayton three for sixty three. Richie James five for forty one. Isaiah Hodgins three for thirty one. Chris Myrick one for twenty three. Lawrence Cager one for twenty. Like, you ever seen that SpongeBob meme? Like, who are you people? (laughs) That's literally that's how I feel. You know, I think you just stopped the you stopped Saquon, you stopped the Giants, and uh, that's what the Cowboys did, obviously. And uh, it's a good win for them. And Gridiron, I think you might be right. I think we're looking at a seven and two start with a bad ending, because uh, I see people all oh, they'll sweep the Commanders. I I don't think so. Yeah, no, not 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 the way they're playing, not the way the Commanders are playing right now. When it's six out of seven. Uh, they're they're hot. They're hot right now. This is one of the hottest teams in football. If the Giants were fully healthy, I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah, but maybe. they're not. Who are you yeah. throwing to? Right. At that's, least earlier, you had 
you had um Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Sterling Shepard. You had I mean Wandell Robinson looked good yes, for a little yeah. bit. Even then, though, it's like okay, you have a bunch of twos, maybe. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And then it, and that's why it's so tough for me to evaluate Daniel Jones because he doesn't have elite guys on the outside. And if I'm the opposing team, man, on the on the PowerPoint on, yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah, on Tuesday when we get back, we play the Giants. It's just stop Saquon and we win. That's the first thing I'm telling my team. It's straight up. You know, stop Saquon and don't turn the ball over and we win the game. Because uh, it's just the, the offense. Outside of that play to Slayton in the first first quarter, it, it really wasn't anything going else for, for the New York Giants. And that, and, that, and that just speaks to what – they just haven't been able to do in terms of getting the lead guys on the outside. And this is a new regime. This is, this is their first, this is their first year. So you have to be patient for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I think in due time, they'll be all right. To me, they look like the team that's, that's going to slip. Uh, because yeah, just, just because like even, even the commanders, you could say, okay, Jones and Heineke. Okay. You could say that's a wash, but when you look at, McLaren and 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 uh Curtis Samuel now seems to be seems to be healthy and he, he has it going. Then you got then you got Brian Robinson Jr., Antonio Gibson in the backfield. So it, and then plus of course the, the defense, defense. With, that, with that front seven. Right. Right. Chase so, Young back. Chase Young is back, Montez Sweat, all those guys uh in that in that front seven uh are are dominant. So I, I could definitely see them taking a step back. They look like the team in that division that's definitely gonna struggle going forward. And then for the Cowboys, you're absolutely right. If this is any other team, they take this out. You can't have – well, you, I guess you could have lapses like this now, but come playoff time, it, it can't happen, especially if you're on the road. It looks like the way it's looking like right now, they're going to be on the road. They're going to have to go on the oh, road yeah. at least one or two times if they want to get to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> if you're on the road, you can't you can't have a first half like that. And I wasn't really impressed by Dallas's – by, by Dallas's win because they still had a lot of penalties, something that they've struggled with still. That's, I mean, it's just, I, I just don't, I, I just can't fathom how you could be so, you could lack so much discipline like this in these last three, ever since Mike McCarthy's been the head coach, they've been leading the league in penalties. I know it's hard to judge Jones based on his receiver talent, but at the same time, this is his fourth year, right? And this is fourth year, but then, then we have to look at the four years dysfunction. Yeah. I mean, it was what? Three head coaches. Not- yeah. Ben McAdoo, sure. Joe Judge, Passion, Passion, I've made it clear. I don't like Daniel Jones. I don't, I don't think you can do anything with him. At the same time, it is, it is tough. I think they're gonna tag him. I think it's just smart to tag him, tag him, get talent around him, and then if he's in, a, and if he's dirt <laughs> next year with with talent, then 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 you have your answer. Um, but. For them to get the seven wins, he has played cleaner football than he's played over the last his oh, first yeah. three years. He's uh, taking care of the turnover thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, and I think that's that's the big thing that uh, Mara and that front office uh, wanted to see is it, could he clean the turnover? Can he clean up the turnovers? And the, the question of that is yes, and that's why they have the record that they have right now. Um, anything could happen, but I, I just think Dallas's win it was a good win. It was a necessary win. They 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 needed it. But going forward, if they want to beat teams like Philadelphia, who they see one more time, San Francisco, 
Uh, you can't you can't have a game minnesota again I, I promise you minnesota wants that back in blood i promise you that there's no oh, yeah. way yeah there's no way they, they i they didn't want that one back they want that one back so they have to clean some things up the penalties are just inexcusable man i just i just don't understand how you can have so many penalties like this it's just it, it's it's crazy and it's and it's not just a one game thing it's a three-year thing for this team under mike mccarthy so it, it, uh, I mean, I could say they got to clean it up, but they just haven't. So there's no point in me even saying that. Michael Gallup looked great. He's just looking healthy each and every game. He just makes catches there. I'm just like, all right, yeah, he's he's getting close to 100%. C.D. Lamb, really good after the catch. That's been his, that was his calling card at Oklahoma. That's why he got drafted so high. Uh, when he's when he gets the football in his hands and once he breaks that tackle, it, it's it's tough. It's tough to get him on the ground. He's going to get the yak. He play, He played great. If they get Odell... It's 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 over. It's over. And when I say it's over, I don't mean Super Bowl. I mean just the the the, the offense is just the complimentary football. So it's, it's going to be tough to stop them. And they also have three tight ends that are that are yeah. really, that can block and and catch the football. And Hendershot, Ferguson, and Schultz. So it's on Dak, like you said. It's on Dak. Dak, if Dak play a clean game, manage the game. You don't have to be a superhero, man. You don't. You don't have to be. You could be Clark Kent and win the game. It's nothing wrong with being. It's nothing wrong with being Clark Kent in this situation. I think. I think this is the year. Whatever NFC team doesn't make it to the Super Bowl looks back and damn, did we miss an opportunity? Because I don't think. I mean, even, like yeah, the Eagles are. I guess because they're they're ten and one, and you know they're doing their thing. And I mean, yeah, the Vikings are nine and two, but like. Do you look at anybody in the NFC and they're like, that's an unbeatable team? I mean, obviously, listen, the Eagles are going to play like they do last last night. Oh, on Sunday or, night, right. Or Sunday night, yeah. That, right. I mean, you got 350 rushing yards. Yeah, you might be. But, I mean, I just don't look at any of these teams as like absolute slam dunk. Like, I think the Vikings could do something. I think the Eagles could do something. I mean, listen, we do make the joke about the Cowboys every year, but they have a very good defense and offensive weapons. Like, yeah, I, I do think they could do something. The way San Francisco is playing, I think they could do something. I think you look at all of those teams, though, and you don't find, like, the absolute juggernaut. And I think right. whatever team, if you lose this year, you're like, damn. You remember 2022 when we didn't have Brady destroying us and Rodgers destroying us and the Rams f- failed with their super team and – you know, this, this, that, whatever, whatever. I think teams are going to look back and be like, bro, what did we do? I really do. So, I mean, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It makes it for a very fun NFC because, like I said, you know, all those teams that I just mentioned before, like you think that I, – I think that a lot of teams can go on a run. But for the teams that get knocked out, you got to look at this and be like, I can't believe we missed that chance. Like, I and, that, and that's especially how I look at it as a Cowboys fan. Like – I feel like even in the past couple of years where they have lost, like there have been those teams where you're like, I can't believe anybody's going to beat them. Like the year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl, I was like, that made sense. That made sense to me. They just looked like from that bye week on, unbelievable. Right. Yes, the Rams yes. from their bye week on, it was like, oh, okay, they're not they're not very uh, beatable. But like this, this is year, the, this this is the stretch right here. They've got six weeks left, so this you know this time frame is really we're really going to see. Uh, because you're right. When you, when we look at those Super Bowl teams, there it's not just they don't just get hot when the playoffs starts. They're on like five. They're on like yeah. a five six game win streak, um, starting at at the end of the regular season, going into the playoffs. So, 
this is this is the this is the momentum uh, period in, in in this regular season, uh, pushing for that for that playoff push uh, for the for these teams. And I, I'm with I'm with you. It, it, there isn't a clear cut favorite in the NFC, and I think that's good. I think that's going to make some great football. All all of those teams at the top, Philadelphia, Dallas, and Minnesota, they all have some flaws here and there. I mean, obviously, I would say Philadelphia less flaws than. Yeah, that was a good point, Connie. Where that was a good point, Connie. <laughs> uh, I think Philadelphia less than you know Minnesota and and Dallas, but but still and and San Francisco, but nonetheless not beatable, not beatable in terms of just they just they they can't they can't be stopped. So I think it's going to make some great football in these in these next couple of weeks, and I'm I'm excited to see how it plays out. Um, is glad to see Zeke look looking looking healthier. Yeah, you know, he's not 100. percent It's looking much healthier, able to run that football. Uh, you said 92 yards and a touchdown. Average game by Dallas, but you know they have a lot of things they need to clean up. I would agree. Um, Listen, yeah, you can see you start, man. You go ahead. You do. You start. <laughs> the nightcap of Thursday, Thanksgiving. <laughs> the Vikings take last game the of the last game of the night too. Oh, last game of the night. Of course, this is when Vic comes in, make way. Make way. Playoff contenders coming through it. I'm not talking about the Ravens. What's going on there, brother? What's going on, my guy? Listen, pass take on the Vikings, and this is this is almost how I felt the last couple of years. Because this is the best game the offense has played the entire season. And I mean it wasn't even close. You can give me the Bailey Zappi against the Lions. The Lions had the worst defense in like NFL history going into that game. Don't care. They looked unbelievable in this game. And of course, nothing else did. I I just don't understand. Like you they're just you, you just don't put together a performance like that. I mean, Matt Jones was out here looking like Brady. 28 39, 382, two touchdowns. Best game of his career. Not even close. I mean, not even close. Like, uh, not even, I mean, come on. I mean, so yeah, he's a young career, but yes, yes, but definitely the close. best game. I mean, Nelson Aguilar, six for 65 at a touchdown. About time. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson at nine catches out of the backfield. Uh, only 36 yards on the ground, but he's my number one back moving forward. Uh, Great for fantasy value, too. So glad I picked him up earlier in the season. Um, But, like, what are we doing? We give up a kick return touchdown. That that doesn't happen. Like, that that doesn't happen. The Patriots do special teams very good, which is why it always has annoyed me that while every other team in the entire league kicks the ball out of the back of the end zone, we're always a team that kicks it to the one and makes them return it. Now, listen, there aren't many kick return off. Kick return touchdowns in the NFL. I think last week when Cord, well, no, Devin Duvernay had one like the first week of the season. I don't think I had seen one since then. And then Patterson did it last week. And then obviously there was one in this game. So there's only been three all year and, and however many kickoffs. But still, when you don't kick it out of the back of the end zone, you give the opportunity for this to happen. Now, I'm not saying all of a sudden because we give up one, it's a bad strategy, whatever. Because I get the field position thing. We usually do come up and gang tackle them probably around the 20. So they're not getting to the 25, save those five yards. I guess. Cool. But we give up the we give up the touchdown right after we went down and scored. So we had some positive momentum. And I think that was after a turnover as well. So, you know, 
not exactly what you want. Then you have the running into the punter when it's like a fourth and three. You give them the first down. They go down and score a touchdown. And I almost threw my controller through my TV. It was it was a very close thing, almost. Uh, Black Friday was co- – I mean, Black Friday, I could have just bought a new one. You know what I mean? Just bought half off. And then you cannot to this very se- – listen, it is – I'll even go on my phone right now. It is 947 and looking at the clock app, it is 947 and 25 seconds. You cannot tell me that wasn't a touchdown for Hunter Henry. The NFL does not know what a catch is. We have gone over this a hundred times ever since the Dez thing, whatever, whatever. You have to survive through the ground. That People are zooming in and different angles. That ball did not touch the ground. His hand is underneath it. It bobbles and it lands in his chest. That is a touchdown. Ten out of ten times. They, they take that off. I think they only kick a field goal from there. Um, and then, you know, last drive of the game was literally pointless because there was no time left on. And, uh, Mac, Mac, Mac should have threw the ball away. Oh yeah. That's That's another, absolutely should have, should have threw the ball away instead of taking the sack. Obviously you Mm -hmm. just waste a bunch of time. And then, you know, the end of the game comes and absolutely nothing happens. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, is the positive takeaway the offense? Yeah. But I mean the Vikings defense, listen, we all talked about it how you know we thought they were kind of they're not very good. Vikings defense isn't very good. I believe they're either dead last or second to last in pass defense. So so, so I mean, yeah, this is why I always like the whole circumstance thing. Should I be happy? I guess. But then you look at it too. Oh, this defense hasn't given up this many points and how long well guess what? We played the Jets with Zach Wilson. Who is not even not even the starting quarterback anymore? Played them twice, and then in between that, who they play? The uh, play golf. Uh, Wilson twice. I mean Fields. I and mean, we got torn up by Fields. Right, uh, Trubisky. Not not elite. Not elite guys. And he's so like, the, yeah, the defense points. good. Hoorah, whatever. We finally played an offense that's good. You give up thirty three points. So yep. like uh, gave up thirty seven to Lamar. As it's well, it's yeah. the same like CJ. I hate it's the same thing over the past couple of years. Everybody gets excited about the defense. Oh, this is a good defense. But and then you play a good team, and you're like, oh, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not as good. Listen, they're playing the Bills this upcoming week, and we'll get to our predictions later on. I don't got much faith. But uh, Bills Bills haven't looked. You know, like a juggernaut, like we thought they would when we, when we saw them blast the Rams in the first game of the season. They could be beat. You know, the, you, know be the, beat. you know, the Bills haven't punted in the last two games against us. That, they haven't they're punted. <laughs> now they're, they're they're formidable. Don't get me wrong, but we still split last year. And I know, listen, that Monday Night Football game was an anomaly, but a split is a split. And so, yeah. Um, and, and and this one's in Foxborough, so you you would hope. You get this one. You have to get this one because the the one in the one in Buffalo uh, the day after Christmas. Who, who knows? Who knows what that weather is going to be like? <laughs> You're a clown. Can't be slinging game tackle without warning captions. You just get the, <laughs> the, wrong, idea. the wrong idea. This oh, guy man. can't take him nowhere. <laughs> oh man, this guy. 
Yeah, this was this was a this was a very interesting game. I missed a I missed a big portion of the other game, and then I ended up watching it back and seeing everything. Uh, but before before I watched it back, everything was just Hunter Henry screenshots of him on the uh, zoomed in of this hand on the football. I mean, it was it was insane. That was my whole t- my whole timeline was people's food and Hunter Henry's hands. Like that was the whole timeline on Twitter. It was insane. Uh, uh, but yeah, this was this was a good offensive game from the Patriots. Wow, you know, golf clap. You know, uh, it took you know what twelve <laughs> weeks. To, it took twelve weeks to get twenty six points before you know the third the, the third quarter or the end before the end of the fourth quarter. Congratulations, congratulations. I mean, I'm not I'm not overly impressed by that. Mac Jones, he did look good, 382 yards. No question, the best game of his uh, his young career. I just – it's tough for me to really be optimistic about the offense because Minnesota's pass defense is so bad. I mean, they gave up 40 to the to the Cowboys of the week before. Not a catch. That I mean, but the rules, but the rules changed after the that. Rules though. have changed since yeah, they, they, they changed the rules after after the does after the does uh, catch. But yeah, the the Vikings pass defense is, is so putrid. It's like, am I am I happy that they you know that Mac had a great game? It was the offense was able to get it clicking, get it going. Yes, but I need to see more consistency. I'm not gonna come out and just be like, oh yeah, the tables has turned. The switch. This is the switch. Nah, it's like nah, your it's like your boy comes and tells you he can dunk now, and then you go look at the rim and set at seven feet. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I just I just need to see some more from uh, from this team, and I knew and I knew Minnesota was gonna come come and play a, a, just a better game because of how they played last week on their home field. It, it just it's just inevitable. There was no way they were gonna come out and get blasted again on their home field on Thanksgiving. Everybody's watching the game. Everybody's families watching the game. Probably, probably got all their families at the game. No way they was about to get blasted two, two, two weeks in a row. Dude, we no, made prime no. time. Kirk Cousins look good. Uh, but, but again, this is what this is what I mean. Yeah, he did throw. He did throw an interception. It was a close. It was a close game outside. But we just had too many mistakes. We had we had more mistakes than they did. I mean, it's just that simple. You 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 talked about it. The, the kick return. This is on special teams too, which we special teams saved us last week, and then yep. special teams hurt us this week. It's just the nature of football. Uh, but, yeah, that kick return for a touchdown, very rare, very rare. I, I just I don't even remember the last time I've seen. Never. Uh, I, I haven't seen it in a long time from the Patriots, but it's, it's very rare. I have not seen that in a while. So that that caught me off guard. And then, yeah, you know, we were about to get the ball back and then the roughing the kicker call, which gave them the drive in order for them to get the lead. Uh, the pass to, to uh, Adam Thielen, great pass, great catch uh, by by Adam Thielen from, from Cousins. And and that, that was that was pretty much all she wrote. That's pretty much all she wrote right there. They, we tried to get one more drive to try to tie it, but the sack it was I think it was third and seven. Mac takes a sack. Now it's fourth and seventeen. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's it's over. It's over after that. So I like the I, I like their effort. They played they played good. They played solid um, again offensively, but just defensively. Justin Jefferson nine receptions, a buck thirty nine. Two uh, they had two touchdowns. Just just two elite, two elite, and again. We we caught them on a bad we caught them on a bad week we caught them on a bad week we caught we caught them on a week where they just got blasted and and Dallas caught them on a good week where they just had a an emotional emotional win against Buffalo so they caught them where everything they were riding high the confidence was good uh, the pass kept running kept turning the ball over and catching more yellow flags than Ronaldo and Saka. we didn't turn it over did we we had turnover. 
I don't think no, nah, I don't think we had a turnover. No. But was there a f- no, there was no fumble, was there? I don't think we had was a turnover. It was a good it was, it was a good back and forth game. It was a good back and forth game offensively. Vikings also had the ball 13 minutes longer than us, too. That doesn't help. Yeah, but a lot a lot of that was that last drive, right? When when um to, to Thielen. A lot of those minutes were came from that last drive. I mean, um, hey, it's still time of possession. No, 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 for sure. Not for sure, for sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, good, you know, solid, solid um performance by, by the Patriots, but much a, a lot more they need to clean up. Um I need to see consistency from the offense again. And and this is going to be a big test in in a couple of days against Buffalo in New England. So they need to get ready for that and, and really lock in. And for Minnesota, this was a good win for them also after that, you know, disaster uh, two weeks ago. And they, they need to get one back, and they did nine and two. Their only two losses are against you know two of the other best teams in the NFC. <laughs> so yeah. it's not you know nothing nothing to be completely you know upset about because you could potentially see those teams again down the road. And get that back. They could easily get both of those both of those L's back easily. Now we've yeah. seen it plenty of times in the NFL where teams either sometimes get swept in in the regular season if it's a divisional rival, or take an L and they get blown out. And then in the, when the playoffs come around, they they win the game. Look at Saints Bucks. Uh, you so so many so many other scenarios and situations. Um, do, do, do Jags that one year. Pats, yeah, Pat, exactly. Yep, yeah, Pats, yeah, they got us in the regular season. We got them back in the playoffs, exactly. So, Minnesota, I think, I think they're still, I think they're still on the right track. Yes, we know Kirk Cousins is flawed. Primetime Kirk is, <laughs> is you know, ass. <laughs> you know, he is just is, he struggles. But you just got to hope that he has a clean game, and they they need to just they really need to put that focus. The focus of the offense should be more on Dalvin Cook first than Kirk. I, I think oh, yeah. that just makes things much easier for Kirk. If you're asking him to do so much, that's when you start to see primetime Kirk show up and uh, he starts to struggle and, and, and it looks it looks bad. So as long as they keep the main thing, the main thing, which is Dalvin Cook, I think I think they'll be all right. I would say you can't beat a good team three times. It's true. Yeah. It's true. All right, let's get to the rest of these games. Please, I can't lie to you. Can't lie. Uh, Broncos of the Panthers. <laughs> I, I don't listen. Congrats, Panthers. I didn't think they would have it in them. I, 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 I don't. I feel disgusting talking about the Broncos. Like it's, uh, it, it's unbelievable. This didn't hit my TV screen one time. Um, I also had a long night the night before. Kind of slept through the first half of the games, uh, because I had to take a little nap. So I missed – actually, not the first half. I watched the first half. Fell asleep for like the third quarter into like the last two minutes of the fourth quarter for all these games. So missed some. But uh, I I just – the Broncos are terrible. I mean, 10 points. They have the lowest scoring offense since like – I think it would be the second lowest scoring offense in the NFL since like the Browns one year when they averaged 10 points a game, which I don't even know how the hell that is possible to do. This must have been 0 and 16 Browns. A touchdown's worth seven. You can't even can't average more than 10. I mean, come on. But I mean, yeah, listen. Sam Darnold got his, you know, first win this season coming off of the injury and everything three, like that. Three quarterbacks have started yeah. for that for that franchise I mean, this year. Three. Not exactly how you win football games, exactly. Um, but hey. 
Congrats. You got Russell Wilson getting yelled at by by one of the defenders. I mean, 19 for 35, 142 and a touchdown. I'd probably be yelling too. I mean, it's just Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, the defensive Yeah, it's not. It's not at all. It's not the the defensive has carried them all season. I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner. Uh, <laughs> you know, players players getting getting after him telling him they like you know, wake up. Like, what are you, what are you guys doing? Nathaniel Hackett, I think, is going to get fired. Has to. He's going to get fired. Because you can't move on from Russell. You got to make yeah, sure. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Some, someone has to go. <laughs> Broncos country, let's die. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, the Hackett, Hackett's time is up. And, we, and we've seen, we've seen one, we've seen coaches coach for one year and, and, and get, and get cut. Shout out Steve Wilkes. Nothing, nothing's a shout out Steve Wilkes. Is this guy that got the W on uh, 3 and 0. Yeah. At home. Uh, as as the uh, Carolina Panthers head coach, so he's you know the guys are playing for him. They're playing for him. Deontay Foreman, man, picked him up in fantasy. Well, I mean he's been a, he's been a godsend. He's been a godsend, and uh, for that team, they they lost McCaffrey. It seems like he's going to be that. He's going to be that bell cow for bell cow for them going forward. DJ Moore, less is so, man. It's, you know, so much so much mid and dirt has been around him his entire career. Uh, he probably I thought he was out of there at the trade deadline too. I he think like, I think he's gonna. I, I could see him get traded at the draft, like an AJ Brown situation. Yeah. I, could definitely, I could see it. I could see it. I could see one of these, you know, one of these teams right now, contenders that maybe they're not able to get the guy they want in the draft, and they make a move and get a guy like get a guy like DJ Moore to to you know to enhance their team because he's so talented and he's just it's just look 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 at the quarterback carousel that he's had to go through Cam Baker. Uh, it's just <laughs> it's Darnold. It's been PJ Walker. It's insane. Uh, it's insane. Kyle Allen. It's it's been insane. It's some of the things that he's had to go through. So I, I think he. I think he's going to be traded. I think he's going to be traded. And then for for again for for Denver. Let's let's just let's just think about when they were successful. What 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 was in place? They had a great run game. Marshawn Lynch. I was running that football, and they had a great defense. That's so. So what they have right now in Denver, they have a great defense. They don't have a great run game. They don't have a great run game, and this and this let Russ Cook thing is like. It, it's really just it, it should be let Russ manage the game. He's cooking ice <laughs> soup right now. That that's that's what it needs to be. Let Russ manage the game because let Russ Cook is not is not a formula uh, for for success um, right right now. Is it is it play calling? I think it, uh, it plays a big factor. Is it the intangibles of the head coach in terms of leadership and galvanizing these guys in order to come out and play every Sunday? That plays a factor. Is it some of it Russell Wilson? Sure. Um, but like you said, Russell Wilson's not gonna. They're, they're not cutting him. They just gave him an extension uh, for five more years. So I think uh, they still I, owe like one hundred fifty million dollars. Insane, insane. So Hackett Hackett has to go, and if they. And if they whatever whatever new head coach they get, or even if they keep him next year, their identity has to be running the football. So they need to get they need to make sure that offensive line is stout. It's stout. It wasn't great when Russell got there. It was it was average, and then it got worse. Garib- because guys, Garib- because Garib- guys right. Yes. Yes. Like Garibos broke his leg. Guys. Guys started to get hurt. So um, it's just it's just a struggle. It's just a struggle for them right now. <laughs> Russ Cup committed bank robbery. Yeah, yeah he's, it's, a, it's a heist. It's a heist right now. But 
Uh, it's, it's, I think I think he's in there for the long haul. I think he'll be all right down the road, um, as long as they get that that right guy head coach. Uh, they, they have to. Denver needs a new GM like Doug, Joe Douglas. Oh man, hey, they've hit on some draft picks. I mean, Sertain was good. Bradley Chubb was good. Uh, Justin Simmons, Javante Williams, Sutton, Judy. They got they have talent. I mean, we, we thought this team would be much. We thought this team would be easy. Judy's to be been disappointing to me. Yeah, he's yeah, he's been out, he's been in and out. He hasn't been he's been out of line because the injuries hasn't been consistent. So yeah, I'll say I'll just say Sutton is more he's more productive. Uh he's been much more consistent than uh than Judy for sure. A fan, but then they ended up trading him to to Seattle, but that yeah. was somebody that they had drafted. So um yeah, they, they the draft they're drafting isn't the problem. It's the coach, <laughs> they didn't get the right coach. They coach, the and they right hadn't coach. had a quarterback. And I, I'm listen, <laughs> probably go back. I probably, I think I had the Broncos third in the division, probably. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I had them at almost at probably over ten wins because I thought everybody in the AFC West was going to make it, just like how it looks like the NFC East. Everybody in the playoffs is making it right now. And I mean, just an absolute like abject failure. Yeah, it, like it's, there's it's, just it's, not there's nothing else. It's just a failure. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. For sure. And you just have to go back to the drawing board in the offseason and and make sure that you make sure everything is, is, is all good. You have to from a head coach standpoint and so from Russell Wilson's standpoint as well. Uh, but they have to build that team exactly how, how I just said. Just look at this. Just look at the, the Super Bowl when they when they went back to back in the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl appearances. LOB. That's it. That's it. You have to make things easier for quarterbacks, even even if they're great. It, it's just if you make it simpler, if you make it simple for the quarterbacks, it, you're going to have more success. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of not having success, Bucks this season, another team that obviously, you know, you got a load of talent over there. You thought they would be very good. Not looking so good. Five and six record. They're still in first place because the NFC South is just not very good. Hey, NFC South kind of, you know, meet the NFC East for all those past years. Uh, they dropped to five and six after losing an overtime game to the Browns. A nice drive put together by Jacoby Brissett and company uh, led to a David Njoku one-hander right there in the back of the end zone. A beautiful catch Great by catch. Yes. Uh, then overtime, I think the Bucks started with it. Couldn't do anything on offense. Had to punt. Browns go down. They end up scoring. Uh, after a nice pass, I can't remember to who, to be honest. Um, not a look over, got me crying. <laughs> um, a nice pass down the sideline, got him to about like the five, and then Chubb punched it in uh, for the touchdown. But I don't know. I just feel like this has been the story for the Bucks. It's kind of like, oh, a good drive. Maybe they're back. Like they figured it out. And then it's like, ah, okay, never mind. Like they haven't done anything. I mean, listen, Brady was twenty nine to forty three, two touchdowns, didn't throw an interception again. I think he has the best touchdown to interception ratio um, in the entire NFL. You know, he also still hasn't thrown a red zone interception since being on the Bucks. He has like seventy three touchdowns, no interceptions in the red zone since joining the Bucks. Crazy. Um, but I mean, Godwin, that's the thing you can take positive back. I mean, twelve catches, one hundred and ten yards in this, and, and a touchdown. Only concerning thing, Mike Evans, these past few weeks, not really showing up, not really there like he has been the past few years. 
Now, I don't think he's washed all of a sudden. I don't think, you know, anything's going on. But, you know, obviously you got to try to get him involved in the offense more. Um, I wish I could tell you what White did rushing the ball. But, you know, NFL.com apparently just doesn't feel like posting his stats. Says that their leading rusher was Julio Jones with one carry for 15 yards. I know that's not true. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, for the Bucs, it just hasn't been interesting. Yeah, it could be. No, no, no. no they're, they're, not, they're having that great run of football. I don't know. Trust me. I got White on uh, – I picked him up on fantasy. I didn't start him, but I picked him up so nobody else could get him. Because uh, <laughs> I'm the, I am the absolutely that guy. Uh, I can tell you right now. Actually, I can log on. He had 14 carries, 64 yards. So 64 yards. okay. And I think he also yeah nine catches for 45 yards as well. So you know a nice little uh, option back out there. But yeah, it's just listen. It's just time to say that it's not their year. Like listen, you probably could have said that a couple weeks ago. Probably at the you know when they're on that three game losing streak that they were on, but yeah, it's just not the year. I mean, obviously, this is kind of like the Rams. We thought that, like, oh, okay, you know, you had Julio, you got Mike Evans and Godwin there. You know, Brady's coming back, and then he figured out Brady was dealing with some things that get solved, and you know they go two and zero after that, and then you know they end up losing this game. And I, I don't know, it's just not. It's not clicking for him. I don't see him doing much in the playoffs, even though, you know, yeah, it is Brady. You know, you don't bet against him and whatever, whatever. Right. Like, I, I don't know. It's just it's just not there. I don't know exactly what it is. You know, that's the other thing. Like, they're, they're, the run defense of the Bucs has been just unbelievable for the past how many years? Like, they were always number one in rushing. Browns had 189 rushing yards in this game. Yeah, like, crazy, bro. <laughs> they ran the ball all over them. So when the yeah, but what the Bucks have done the past however many years was stop the run. You know, we got Vita Vea up there. You got a bunch of people couldn't do it in this one. 116 yards for Chubb, not exactly uh, what you want. Uh, Schwartz had that you know a little end around thing for 31 yards in the touchdown. Like it's just it's just not there for them this year. Um, Godwin was having a down year. Uh, obviously, he was coming off the injury, missed a couple weeks because he got re hurt. Uh, but I think this is the game where he's finally like, okay, maybe I'm back. Like I said, 12 catches, 110 yards, and touchdown. That can obviously be a very big confidence booster. I mean, we said it about Christian Watson. Now all of a sudden this man can't stop scoring touchdowns. And more t- I think he has, he has more receiving touchdowns than like Devontae, Tyreek. Oh, no, no, not Devontae. Devontae leads the NFL. Uh, Tyreek, like a, a bunch of, the, a bunch of these guys, players. Yeah. yeah, like a bunch of the top guys. Justin Jefferson, like. Christian Watson on streak now, but yeah, it's just not it for the Bucks and then for the Browns. Listen, it's a good win. It's just a shame you couldn't do this more. Because if the Browns could have won, listen, if they are what five and six right now, like if they're where the Bucks are, or, or like they're six and five, six and five, yeah, bro. If they're six and five, you're right there. But you like, how do you like that Jet game at the end of the season? If you miss the playoffs by a couple games. You're going to go back to that jet game and be like, how did we do that? Like, there's just those couple of games because obviously like, all the off-the-field things I know, we're not talking about it. Sean's back this week, back on the 53-man roster. He's starting up against his former team in uh, in Houston. You would have had a real good chance at making the play. You see that ten of the people that accuse him are going to the game as well. That ought to be a, that ought to be something. Um, but, but yeah, so good win for the Browns. <laughs> it's just not it for the Bucks this year. 
not it for the Browns this year either, unfortunately. Next year, when it's Deshaun the whole season, obviously depending on how he looks when he comes back, because you got to remember, the man hasn't played football in two years. So got to see how he is when he comes back. But a a fun game. It was a fun game, though. I will say that. It was was a fun game. It was definitely a fun game. It was close. It went down to the wire, like like you talked about, overtime game. And the reason why the Bucks uh, just haven't been the, the Bucks like I've seen of old, a couple of reasons. One, you, you talked about a few of them. Um, inside out, it's just not the same. You know, the offensive line and defensive line is just not as dominant as it was in the years past. That offensive line is depleted. They lost guys due to retirement or injuries. Tristan Wirth got hurt again. He's going to be out a couple of weeks, and that's that was their best offensive line. Yeah, that's so, that's not what you needed. I think yeah. Ryan Jensen killed them too. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a big loss. That was a big loss. Um, no, no, no question. And that that's that's the reason for it for a lot of it. That's why they haven't been able to run the football as successfully as they, they might like to. And and then defensively, yeah, it's just it's just weird. They, they're usually known for stopping the run. They've been so dominant at that under Todd Bowles as a defensive coordinator. As a head coach, as a head coach, yeah, just it's different. I'm telling you, it's different. It's different. Everybody wants to anoint a coordinator as becoming this next great head coach, but there's so many factors into being a great head coach and uh, management, time, time management. Look at Jeff Saturday last night on Monday Night Football. You have like a minute, a minute thirty left for three timeouts. You let the clock go all the way down to three thirty seconds. When you call, you should have called a timeout. Let those guys get a breather, and, and then get a get a good play call. Didn't happen. Lost. Took the L. And that that's that's going to be a factor for 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 a lot of these for a lot of these teams. And and um, when it comes to time management and the top bowls, at times hasn't been the best at that. Uh, and it, it's just it's just been a struggle. It's been a struggle this year. You know, you, you see a Brady led team on against seventeen points with all with Godwin and, and Mike Evans out there on the field. You know, it, it's it's definitely some questions. But when you don't have that offensive line and Brady doesn't have enough time to get those guys get those guys to football like he likes. If he has to speed up his his um his mental clock in order to get the ball out, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to have success. So and then no run game. Yes, exactly. And then no run game to fall back on either. So it, it's it's been difficult for for Tampa Bay this year. But they're gonna they're still I, I still feel like they're gonna make the playoffs and oh, get yeah. in because that, that division is so bad. They they're fortunate oh, that they're yeah they're very fortunate that, that they're in a terrible division. Um so they, they could get in and Unlike unlike those other teams at the top of the NFC, the Bucks are the Bucks are battle tested. They have they had the playoff experience. Maybe yeah. outside of San Francisco, they'll probably be the only other team at the top of the NFC right now that doesn't have that. I mean that that, that has that um, experience in the postseason, and and that plays a factor. That plays a factor. So we'll see once they actually get in, what happens and what that team is looking like and how well they're playing. But as it stands today. I'm not confident in in, in their in their uh, you know their Super Bowl chances at all. I I think Brady I think Brady does come back. I think he does come back after this year. I think the main reason I think the main reason why he thought about retirement was the situation with Giselle and Giselle didn't want him to Giselle wanted him to uh, stop playing football and he didn't want to stop playing football. And now that you know now that that's over, um, now it's. Now I do what I want. It's <laughs> a movie, you know. Hey, shout out! Yeah, it's like yeah, I, I can do what I want now, you know. So no one, no one can tell me nothing. And then um, he's—I think he's going to come back and, and give it. 
He said fifty. I mean, he's 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 been firm with playing for fifty for the yeah. last decade. So I I'm not I'm not gonna. And, and that's the thing too. It's not like you know, like Peyton in that last year. It was tough watch. It was a tough watch. I mean, like I said, Brady. I think he's you know up there in, in pass attempts and completion percent and, and completions and things like that. Whatever, whatever. So it's not like he's out here like it's a tough watch for him or he's doing terrible. Best touchdown interception ratio in the league. It's just not yes. enough. Yeah, it's just not. It's just not enough. And, and for the Browns, man, I think I think you know the way Jacoby Brissett has been playing over this last month or so. This is. I mean, this is this is last, this is his last game um, as a starter this season. I think he's, he might he might have gave himself an opportunity to be a starter on another team next year. Again, um, uh, you know he did struggle earlier in the season, but this last month he's he's been playing well. So uh, I, I could see him being another being another bridge quarterback yeah. somewhere, getting a shot and, and, and making an opportunity, and hopefully hopefully it sticks for him. Wish him wishing the best. It was tough watching Big Ben last year too. Brady is no, 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 no. He's not. He's not near that. He's not yeah. near that. Like you can't. Like it's not even a washed thing. No, no, it's not. It's, it's just you know, it's just team. It's just a roster. Roster depleted uh, because of injuries and other circumstances. So, Shawasa coming back. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a big deal. It's a big deal. I mean, when he right. before he left, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, um, and now he's in a division that's stacked, completely stacked. Um, and the, 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 the Bengals with the Bengals and the Ravens right there. And, and the Steelers, you just can't sleep on because they have a great defense and they're in and, and Mike Tomlin coaches that team. So you just can't, you, that's just not a, that's not an easy W. It's just not, especially in the AFC North, there's no easy W's. Um, so man, we'll see, we'll see what these next six games are looking like for, for the Browns. It, it could, it could be 10 and seven. You think they can win six in a row? I'm just saying. Imagine. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, that'd be insane. That'd be insane. That'd be a hell of a story if Deshaun could come back and they go, and they go six and zero. Oh because I mean, seven. I mean, like you would expect cool. his first game back to be pretty bad, but they're playing the Texans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I mean, exactly. So right. talk yeah, about. Right. So talk about perfect game to come back. You're playing a trash team, and it's like, okay, I can get my bearings back. I can get hit a little bit. Remember what football is like, and then uh, we're here on. And it's his former team, the team that, yeah. you know, where how this whole thing started, you know. So that's a big game, man. That's a big – yeah, I think it's, it's in Cleveland. That's a big game, man. That's a <laughs> – I'm that's excited a to watch. I'm not yes. going to lie. I am. I am. Uh, I, I really am. Um, and, and then this, the the article that you told about the ESPN, what, I mean, that's – to me, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird to me that, that you, you, you're going to – you're gonna pay tickets to go see your accuser. You're putting money in his pockets, and well, I mean you know, the game is in Texas, so I guess you look at it as I guess not because the money's not going to the Browns. I guess I don't, I'm just no, picking straws here. Because yeah, yeah, right. Texas, so it's not like you're not paying the Browns, so you're not paying him. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not I, in the situation, obviously. So they, you know, if it. If they think that's what they should do, yeah, you go ahead and do it. I wouldn't, but like I said, yeah, just, I don't. It's just weird. It's just I weird. ain't telling other people how to feel. So go ahead. To, to me, their to me, their lawyer Busby. He just he seems like a guy that you know that that really loves the attention. Uh, just based off some some of the some of the, the the interviews I've seen him in, and and just just over these last couple of years. And then everybody thinks lawyers is all lawyers are saints. No, no, they're not. <laughs> they I just watch Better Call Saul. 
Yeah, they just they just want to win. That's that's their goal. Whatever they could do to win, they they're gonna cheat, lie, do anything possible to to win their to win their case. That's what they do. They they I do the dirt. If you see if you ever if you see how to get away or, or that uh, Breaking Bad or how to get away with murder too, uh, with Viola Davis, sneaky, sneaky, did everything under the sun to win the case, <laughs> dirty stuff. <laughs> so um, that's what they do, man. That's what they do, and I just feel like. It's it's just weird, man. I mean, I just just let it just let it go. In my opinion, just 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 let it go. I mean, if he if he really if he really did that to you and that was so heinous and terrible as that was, why would you why would you want to take yourself back to that place mentally? Let alone go to his you know job, essentially, just playing football. That's that's weird, but nonetheless, he he is back. He he served his uh, suspension. And we're, we're going to see what, what this Cleveland Brown team looks like because they have been playing pretty well. They've taken some L's here and there, but they have played pretty well. Amari Cooper as, is playing some of his best football in his career, I, I would say. And, that was, and that's with Jacoby Brissett at, at quarterback. Nick Chubb, it's just just steady. I mean, it's just you could, you could, you could book 100-plus easy, maybe 110-plus a game. Uh, every single Sunday with him, he's just he's just been so dominant pretty much ever since he got drafted. Uh, so, it's a lot of, it's, this, the division got very interesting. This division got very interesting, especially with this team that we're about to dive into right now. So we got the Ravens and the Jacksonville Jaguars. This was this was a close game, but it shouldn't have been a close game. The Ravens had multiple opportunities to to get this W, but three drop touchdown passes. Three. Three drop touchdown passes. I don't, I don't even really, really get. I mean, I kind of want to get into the game, but I want to get into after the game and after the game when when the, when the dude, the dude, because <laughs> that's that's the spicy, that's the spicy stuff, that's the drama. I want to get to after post game well, first. Kind of. Well, here's here's the thing. Just on the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get <laughs> the Ravens have four losses this year, season. CJ, do you know what they have in common with all four of those? Blown leads. No, no, no. double digit. Blown leads. I mean, double digits. You're blowing leads. I mean, come on. You got to finish these games out. Like you can make a such a strong case that they should be undefeated. Like if you just play normal football, like that Miami game. I mean, how do you lose that That, one? That that Miami game was bad. No, that's the. It's one of the worst games. That's one of the worst blown leads I've ever seen. That, that was what 35, 14, something like that. Something like that. I mean, and Miami just came back ding, ding, ding. I mean, unbelievable. But I mean, yeah, good win. And uh, did you after the game? Actually, no, you're right. I want to skip to after the game, too. And and with, yes. with the Lamar thing and with the Jags thing, too, though. Because did you see what the, the Jag safety said? I fi- I figure you're talking about the Lamar thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about yeah, Lamar. Did you talk about? Did you see what the Jags like safety said? No, nah, what did he say? He was like, "Oh, I'm so happy for Trevor Lawrence's season because you know he had Urban Meyer last year, so I don't even know if he really had a rookie year." And then, and then oh, he was, yeah, okay. and then he was like, "I would die for Doug Peterson. I'm going into battle with him." So, yeah, I mean, if the players are, he literally said. Urban Meyer was the coach last year, so I don't even know if he had a rookie season. Like, I'm not making that was literally his quote. I mean, so, you, you, you've said something like that. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I absolutely agree with him. That's why I had to say it's his quote and not mine because I have literally said that. So yeah, I want to make sure that people knew. Uh, but, yeah, listen, this is what you, this is what you want for the Jags. Like, you want to see the, the – it's another thing, steady improvements. You know, Kirk looks like a guy. Um, this might have been Trevor Lawrence's best game. No question. I, 
I mean, he looked he looked good. He did, especially that last drive too. Big Some time throws. Big time. Big throws. time throws. That throw over to the sideline. Uh, on, on I think it was on the fourth down. Beautiful yeah. throw to, to, to Marvin Jones, right? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. a beautiful throw. So, you know, you you want to see the improvements there? Jazz get a nice win here. Ravens just another bad loss, it's and I mean just, yeah. almost won the game. <laughs> this man, if this man Justin Tucker just made everybody hold their breath for a sixty-seven yard field goal, like he missed it by like three yards. Literally, of power. Yeah. yeah, it is. You shouldn't have you shouldn't have to ask him to, to do that, but I mean he's 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 done that so many times for the Ravens. It, but it's it, it was a it was a tough L, which uh for 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 the Ravens. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to the post game for for Baltimore, but I just before before I just want to talk about Jacksonville. You talked about this is what we wanted to see, and this is what we kind of talked about before the season started, right? We said we want to see how they play. We know that they're not gonna win a lot of games because they don't have that roster yet. They don't have that full roster yet, but, you know, watching the games, what do they look like? And I think, you know, a win like this and getting W's against teams that they, people would expect them not to get a W against this, this is, these are the type of wins and games that, that we like to see going forward for younger teams. You're asking, you can't, when, when you get drafted number one overall and you're the quarterback, you can't save the franchise in one year. (laughs) No. You can't. You can't. And, and 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 like we just talked about, his first year was one of the worst years worst for a rookie quarterback. Yes, yeah, it's one of the worst one of the worst years for a rookie uh, rookie quarterback ever in terms of situation. Terrible situation. Has he stepped up too? Yes, he has. Yes, he's been playing. He's been playing big time. Yes, he has. Um, so now you have structure with a Super Bowl winning head coach and, and Doug Peterson. You're seeing guys come out publicly saying. You know they'll die for him. They want to play for him. That's that's the type. That's the type of energy that you want. That's the type of head coach that players uh, want. And every Sunday in terms of preparation, but then also the intangibles too. So this was this was good for Jacksonville. <laughs> so now this guy tweets, and oh man, he's and then and then I, I just I just happen to go on his profile, and I'm just like, I'm not surprised he tweeted that. I'm not. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of. I went on his profile too. Not surprised. I'm not surprised he tweeted that. It just falls along the lines of, of what that whoever that guy is. So he, he goes out and says, and he's trolling. He's trolling. And he did it for clout, and he got oh, yeah. the clout that he wanted um, because Lamar yeah. responded to him. So yeah, he come, he just comes out and says it shouldn't have to come down to Justin Tucker. You can't play Lamar. Don't play Lamar. And he says uh, they should use that money to build a, a well-rounded team. And I'm just and, and I'm just like, what? They could have built they could have built that team the, the, for the entire four years before this before this contract situation for Lamar was even in question. This let, let, let's just. Let's really talk. Let's really talk about what Lamar has done these last these last four years, man, and how he saved this franchise. Like, no, like, seriously, like they were they were what one and five. Then Flacco got hurt. Then he went six and one when Lamar came in there and made the playoffs. Yeah, as a rookie. Okay, so the next year, and then the next year he wins MVP, bro. Yeah, he did do that. <laughs> no, like what? Can't confirm. What? Come on, come on! Like we, it, it, like this, 
perennial playoffs now. Seems to like it. that at least. Yes, yeah, yeah, you could you could book it. This man has zero, zero elite weapons on the outside. Not one, not one yeah. pro bowler. He's no. not one, not one yeah. pro bowler. His entire career, pretty much his entire career. He hasn't had one elite pro bowl. He hasn't had an elite pro. He hasn't had an elite wide receiver his entire career. Yeah. No, not one. And this yeah. is the guy who's won MVP, led the league in touchdowns. And you're talking about what? But don't, don't pay him. Blasphemy, blasphemy. He saved his friend. He, he saved his franchise. They were going towards, yeah, okay, they drafted him. Cool. I mean, great. I mean, he sh- first first off, he he had a better collegiate career than ev- all the people that were ahead of him that he got drafted by. He, he won the Heisman and made Louisville relevant as a football organization, a basketball, uh, a, a basketball, basketball organization. Yes, a basketball school. He made them relevant. When he won the Heisman, they have a statue out there for the, for the guy now. So that's okay. Yeah, you drafted him. Great. And then he comes out and plays. You build, you build around his skill set. Great. Great. Yes, that's great. Because we've seen in 20 years ago or so when uh you know black quarterbacks, athletic quarterbacks, when they when they get drafted, coaches have they they had their style. And if that quarterback didn't connect with their style, they, you know, they they you know, no. tough, tough, yeah, tough luck, tough luck. And, and a lot of these guys. And never really got an opportunity because the team then put, uh, then then they didn't build the team around that guy for him to be successful. So I I, I respect the Ravens for 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 doing that. They didn't have they don't have they didn't have to do that. They, we've seen plenty of teams not do that. So I, I respect them for that. But this holdup with the money, I feel like it, it shouldn't even take. Why is it? Why is this? Why is it taking this long? It shouldn't. It should never take. It should never took this long uh, for him to get paid. Oh, hell no. And and now. Now it's going to be a scenario where it's, are they going to be able to, you know, sign some of these top guys, 20, $25 million per year wide receivers. Is that, is that, is that possible? Do they, are they going to have the cap space? Because you're going to have, because Lamar is going to get what 45, 46 annual. So, CJ, it's, it might be higher than that. I saw a report that the Eagles might make Jalen Hurts the first $50 million player. Uh, it's, it's easy. Well, uh, before Burrow? I, I thought I I had heard that they were talking about an extension. I saw it on Twitter. I don't know if it was you know real or not, but if it is, fifty million. What are you gonna pay Lamar? Fifty five. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be in that ballpark. It's gonna be in that ballpark for sure. And then Lamar responds and he yeah, tells this, me this is when our New York comes out though. Yeah, he tells him he tells him to eat a Frank. That's what he told him. I mean, we were keeping trying to keep it PG. <laughs> I was trying to keep it PG. He told him to eat a Frank. That's what he was what he told him to do. And uh, <laughs> uh, and and then you know ESPN comes out and says that he, he made an anti-gay remark. I'm just like, all right, you know that's ESPN. I'm not surprised. You know they're you know that's just a fake woke platform. And um, so he didn't he didn't say anything anti-gay. Like, are we are we serious? But anyways, he but well he should he shouldn't have he, he made a mistake by responding. He should have just not he shouldn't have responded. No. He was emotional. He was emotional. He was emotional. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a it was a tough loss. And you know, when you when you see that from a so-called fan, and this guy put, you know, what this guy puts his body through every single Sunday, literally running the football and throwing the football. I mean, 
This team right. is pure pro- poverty. The team is pure po- poverty if he's not on the team. They they, they have the All first right. pick every single year if he's not the quarterback. Literally, like oh, you, yeah. you can't you can't even say, oh well, at least they got this guy. You, you can't say that. Mark Andrews. That's it. One guy. At least they got Mark Andrews. That's about it. The other uh, nine guys on the offense. You're just like, oh, okay. Oh, he's there. Cool. Sean Jackson still- with a nice catch. With the nice catch. They're they're banking on Bateman to be what the savior? No, that's not that's they should, no. And uh I think Washington, Duvernay. I mean, these guys, listen, man, get your bread. You know, you're living your dream, but it's still levels when it comes to this wide receiver position. And they're not they're not at that level. They're not even close to that level, bro. And it's just it's difficult. It's difficult for for him to be like how, how could you just look at those just look at those red zone plays. And people are dissecting those those plays now. Uh, Dan Orlowski did did a really good job of breaking down the plays, and he talked about he what what, what he really wanted to say was Greg Roman is trash as a play caller. Uh, we just said it. He just said it without really saying it. Uh, he said it the uh, politically correct way. Yeah, yeah. He said it exactly the ESPN way. <laughs> as he said the, the PC way, um, and because the, the play calling was just bad, and the way the play that he broke down, like, this is guys are pretty much running the same route. So what do you, I'm not sure what you want Lamar to do. So, so you have, so, so not only do you have lack of talent, you have poor play calling, but, but somehow this team is still seven and four. And with what you talked about with the, what an opportunity where they could have been 11 and oh, had they not blown some of these leads. And, And maybe if you had a game changer on the outside, that could have made a big time play on the third down in a series where you where you swing the momentum back your way, the, maybe 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 they have a couple more dubs on, on their record, but that's not the case. That's not the case. So, uh, you know, Lamar, you know, just just put your phone down after L's, bro. You you know you know they're coming. You know you know Twitter. You know Twitter is, is the is the place of the broken. That's what that's what it is. Twitter is the place it's of the, the broken. Person in the last listen. Social media has made it so that instead of a select few having a voice, the guy all the way in the back of the stands who you can't even see from the field has a voice. Everybody can say anything they want now. Yeah, you can say anything crazy. Social media, so there's not going to be any repercussions unless you say something crazy. You know, then people will come after you, tell your job, whatever, whatever. But you you can go up there, tell everybody that they're the worst thing at their job ever. What are they? Nobody's gonna, I mean, unless they're psychotic tracking you down and finding you. <laughs> yeah. So, I like it gives it just gives everybody, and like you said, call me to Frank. Like, CJ, that's just, it's just a thing to say. People, I mean, listen, I, I hate pulling, I hate pulling the New York card. I do. This guy said here all the time. Oh, yeah. I saw, yeah. I saw anti gay. I said, really, bro? Exactly. Exactly. I said I've seen people say that when in normal conversation. We live in a sensitive world. We live in a sensitive world. But he does have to be better. He does have to be better. He has to be the bigger person. He just he just has to be. He just has to be because oh no, absolutely. Responding wasted your time. It was a waste of time because it it did nothing for him. It was never going to make him look good. It can literally only make him look bad. That is the only yeah. thing he could have done. So, yeah. Montana said it. Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, everybody makes mistakes. And I like I like his uh his response to it. Or like kind of like just like 
his response after after all the the brown bagger has a voice now, Tony. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what they are. Uh, almost, almost makes you wonder where the money is going on that team. Most team overpays trash shoes, but not the Ravens. That's what I'm saying. That's see, just, bro, I don't know. It's, just, it's, just, it's what I do with the Patriots. How the hell we got the second most expensive wide receiver room in the NFL? They suck. They, 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 they're, they're, they're second terrible. highest paid wide receiver room in the NFL. How sway? How how? And and uh, and lastly, before we wrap it up here, Lamar's response was was gold. There was a clip from from uh, Raising Canaan, Marcus. Uh, yeah, he had like anger problems, and he was going through. He was he had therapy, and he had, had an encounter. He had an encounter. He was working on his anger. He had an encounter with uh, with somebody in the in the projects. And usually, he'll be like the aggressor and like push him away. But he was doing like a he was doing his breathing exercise that he learned <laughs> <laughs> that he learned in, in therapy, uh, so he could be more calm and 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 just. Be more relaxed. So I think that was that was a really that was a really good clip uh uh for Lamar in response to to all of that. And uh it just says that yeah, just bro, it's just you're not you're not gonna like you just said, you're not gonna win in that scenario. So yeah. just be the bigger person and just you know put the phone down, let it let it wait wait 24 hours. Absolutely. All right, we have another team here, man. I man, this team, Miami Dolphins, they're a wagon, bro. They're a wagon. And and, and before we get into the game, this is one thing that I wanted to talk about, and this is one thing I'm I'm a fan of. Uh, I saw I saw an article uh, on, on uh, Barstool, and it, it talked about Mike McDaniel. I don't know I don't know if you saw this or maybe you saw this, you know, scrolling the timeline, but it said Mike McDaniel had about 700 plays designed. Yeah, 700 plays designed uh, for 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 Tua the moment he got the job. Jesus. So I mean that what that tells me is. One Brian Flores had zero faith, zero faith in Tua Tagovailoa. Zero. Uh, he just, he just didn't, he didn't, he didn't want him as as the quarterback, as his as his quarterback, as being the head coach. When he was the head coach there, uh, and Mike McDaniel's, he, he put his trust in this guy, man. He put his trust in this guy, and and and, it, and it's working. Eight eight and zero in the games he started and finished uh, this this year for for Tua. Got to put Tyreek Hill in the MVP conversation, just based off his impact. I mean, his impact. I mean, have have we have we ever seen a wide receiver with this type of impact in, in their first year? Going, I mean, Diggs from, from Kansas City. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. I mean, no, just just. I mean, Diggs obviously made Allen unbelievable. Yes, yes Diggs. That's that's. I mean, good, that's you could say job. AJ this year. Sure, sure. But, no, but and that's not, not even the word right. Tyreek. But right, no, right. It's. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's. It's amazing what a good, what a good receiver will do, isn't it? It's it's it's, it's and it's also and it's also amazing what when it, when a coach believes in the quarterback and has faith in the quarterback. Yeah, that usually and, helps. And, yes, <laughs> trying he, to replace uh, you uh, every other day, you know, yeah, every other day in the back might not help with the confidence out there on the field. Not at all, not at all. And this this team is is hitting on all cylinders. Bradley Chubb had it going, had a sack in this game. That's a, he's, he's going to be the guy of their future. He's their pass rusher of the future. They locked him up for for yep. a few years with the extension as soon as they made the trade. Uh, they got some uh, Agba. Uh, Jalen Phillips got kid out of my uh, University of Miami. I think this is his second year now with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he, he's pretty good. Uh, they, it's crazy. This team had Mega Fitzpatrick a couple years ago, too. Just so, oh. it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's insane. Xavier Howard on the, on the outside. They're just they're just a they're they're just playing great complimentary football. And you look at the honestly, look at look at all the teams 
um, in the NFL at the top. Most of them are most of them are really well balanced. They have a great run game, great pass game, really good defense. You need you need balance. You need balance, and I just think that's exactly what Miami is. They're they're extremely balanced. They can win any different type of way. They can win an ugly game like that, like that game against Buffalo, or they could blow you out like like we saw on Sunday against against the Texans. So it was thirty. It was it was thirty to zip at half. <laughs> it was it was thirty. It was thirty zero at the half. Yeah, they had two out of this game like. Quickly, quick, like, and he had that. He had that sack where he like kind of his body kind of. Did you see? Have you seen that? Did you see that? Clip? I didn't his see it. Kind of got like he looked like a pretzel. It was backwards. Oh, I was like, oh my god! I think they, they took him out with like three minutes in the third quarter. In the third, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like for what? There's no point. There's no point in playing. If they, if they come back with uh with Kyle Allen, then you got it. Back. Yeah, you you got it. You got it. If you come back from 30-0 with Kyle Allen as your quarterback, congrats, it was, it brother. Was, it was your afternoon. Yeah, it was your afternoon, man. But. Uh, Texas, we, we know what they're heading for. They're, they're trying to get uh, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. That, yep. That's their goal, um, and, and they're gonna they're gonna reach that because I don't see anybody. I don't see any other team getting having a worse record than them in the NFL. Uh, but this is just more about Miami, man, and just you know, just Tyreek Chuda's uh, impact is just has just been phenomenal. It's just been phenomenal, and it just the way he compliments Waddle, Gesicki's playing better. They have you know a plethora of running backs. It's, it's a great, it's a great team, and I like Mike McDaniel. I mean, it could, it could have went either way. It could have went either way with him because his personality, it's definitely a personality where if they were losing, he, it's easy to, you know, you know, kind of, quote unquote, bully him, or he, he could get critiqued and be blamed. You know, the memes and stuff. They could have, they could have Adam Gase him. They could have Adam Gase him easily. He could easily been an Adam Gase situation here, no doubt. But. Despite his personality, the the players they love him, man. They, they they're playing for him. I, I saw a couple of clips of his uh, his post game speech with the team. He, I mean, it, it had it had me going. It had me going. So I can only imagine if I can only imagine those guys in the locker room and um and the way he prepares. If 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 you have a head coach that prepares in the preparation, those guys see that and they're gonna want to play. They're gonna want to play for you, man. They're gonna want to play for you. They they sense the players. They sense the real. They sense if you're real or not. Quickly, quickly. And, and and Mike Mike McDaniel's the real deal. He's the real deal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not much on this game, like you said. I mean, thirty zip at half. You take two out. You coast. Listen, <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do. Like, and this is a trap. Like, technically, this is a trap game. Could have like, been. Like, if you're the Dolphins, you're like, okay, listen. Why am I going to even attempt to play hard against the Texans? Well, guess what? Sometimes the bad the bad teams beat the good ones. It's because of that. Dolphins said, no, we're going to do exactly what we're supposed to do. We're not going to let them hang around. We're not going to, you know, squeak out a win where we got to go on a game-winning drive now. 30 nothing at halftime, go to bed. That's what it was. That's exactly what they did. Uh, they they took care of business, and this team is a threat. Like, yeah. I we've said it before. Yeah. Like, I think the biggest thing is you can't teach speed, bro. There is no such thing as teaching speed. You can't make them go run on the track longer and, you know, Get a bigger calf muscle. All of a sudden, they're Usain Bolt. People are gifted with it. Tyree kills faster than everybody else. Jalen Waddle's probably faster than ninety-eight percent everybody else in the league. Uh, Jeff Wilson's fast as hell. Mostert's fast as hell. I mean, you're running. You're literally running a, a four by four track meet with this it's team. A, it's, but it's a, it's a track meet with physicality. So physicality scary. and good plays. 
Yes. Like it's not yeah. the ga- it's not gadget plays. Oh look, this guy can run fast. I'm gonna do an end around sweep. Right. How 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 creative? It's like no, we're gonna do a play that's gonna get you wide open, and then you can use your speed too. And, and then exactly, then you can use your talent once you get the football. Like exactly. If the Dolphins made a run, not shocked. No, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked either. I wouldn't be shocked either. Not in the slightest. I, I feel like. Um, the, the way the way they're playing, um, and they they have they have they have Buffalo's number, and it, again it's just so tough to stop them, bro. It's so tough to stop them, and and, and their playing ability, and just it, it, because yeah they have the speed over the top, but if they go physical and just play smash mouth football, they can do that too. So it's just they're just they're just on a different level. They are on a different level. Oh, That's a little bit of surprise. Oh, yeah! What's going on? Oh, I need. I did, I got it on the big screen. I, I I didn't see uh my guy pull up, man. What's going on, man? Nothing much. Nothing much. It's it's been a while. Just wanted to just wanted to tune into some of the hard count a little bit, and yes, sir. you know wanted to wanted to throw in some thoughts. You guys could go ahead and finish. I'll talk about the the Bears and uh, Jets game. No, yeah, we, we, we done, man. Yeah, go, move on. Go ahead. You good, my guy? Thanksgiving was good, man. What's up? Oh yeah, thanks. Thanksgiving was good. Uh, I feasted way too much on on the Thanksgiving food. I mean, I had the full plate, and you name it, I pretty much put everything on there that they had. They had they had the they had the white meat turkey, which is the dry turkey, which means you got you got to throw on the mashed potatoes, the gravy, everything on it. I had the turkey leg, the dark meat it was delicious. Don't say pause on that one; it was delicious. Um, let's see. I also had the ham and. This may be a hot take, but it may be true. <laughs> Ham is better than turkey. It, it, I'm any, not a big turkey any, guy. Thanks, any, any Thanksgiving main dish, you got to have the ham. It is it is the key right there. And I just put a piece on everything else. I had some stuffing as well. It was good. The desserts were incredible. And and I and I did everything. I watched uh watched the Thanksgiving Day games, which actually were pretty good. Like if if yes. we're being honest, I know you guys mentioned this earlier, but in most years you always get you always get one close game and then like the other ones are blowouts but each game was in all honesty was pretty close throughout you know it's yes, it was it, yeah. it, it was wild to see and and i don't know if like you guys watch soccer at all i know connie doesn't i mean he, no. he bashes soccer 24 7 but sure. you know during, during during thanksgiving i did watch a little bit of the world cup you know brazil had an incredible goal and you know I also want to say shout out to the U.S. men's team for beating Iran. You know, now we're in the round of 16. It will probably be, get killed by the Netherlands, but who cares? We might have had some group stage. Yes, sir. Shout out USA, man. Shout out, shout out Pulisic doing his job, brother. Shout out, shout out. Exactly. exactly. Dude, 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 dude literally put his sack on the line to score that goal. <laughs> Yo, J.J. Yeah. Watt's tweet right. had me crying. I don't know. Uh, J.J. Watt tweeted out. He was like, he was like, put, he was like, put your, put the, Whatever you know, insert ball joke here. Put oh, put okay. them on the line. Put them on the line. <laughs> we salute you, Captain. Put, 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 put his kids on the line, man. That was I like, mean, nah, was... JJ, you're a clown. Yeah, yeah, JJ. No, it, it, it was it was clutch, but overall, overall, my Thanksgiving was good. You know, I you know for for me, school ends in two weeks. So Facts. Yeah, I'm never going effort. back. I'm done. Just got just got just got two more weeks there, and you know. Overall, like you guys are mentioning, the like Connie said, the Dolphins are a wagon. Like the the Dolphins are one of those teams. As long as Tua doesn't almost die, you know there ain't no, you know if you if, if you think about it. 
Yep. Think about it. They're, they they could very well be unbeaten. So, you know, it, it, it's going to be a fun race. One thing I'll say is in the AFC East, it's going to be a fun race because every team is above 500 and almost every team has a shot. Yeah, yeah even exactly. even even the Pats, even though the Pats are six and five, you can still yeah, make see, a run. You got you got Buffalo on Thursday, and hey, if you shock the world, you're right there. Yeah, right, right there. Even the even the New England mid. Um, okay, we got the Jets. <laughs> we got the Jets in the in the Bears. Mike, Mike Magic White. Mike, Mike White. Uh, so they go from scoring three points against against the Pats last week to 31. scoring thirty one <laughs> the next week. And what was the difference? We know the difference. Zach, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. On the bench. I, I, I think I think it's over. I think it's over. I, I don't see him. I don't see him coming back from this. Uh, at least with the Jets. Um is could Mike White, you know, be just his ass and have a game like that? And then is then Zach Wilson could come back in? Sure. Sure. And that's probably the that that'll be the, the best case scenario for Zach Wilson is Mike White has a terrible game. He comes in and helps them win. And then he he he's loved again. That's the only way that's the only way he's gonna get his job back. That's it. That's it. Because what he just how he handled that that loss uh last week against the Patriots. It's just you can go in that locker room and you go into your locker and these guys looking at you like like that's that's an that's awkward. That's an oh, yeah. awkward situation, bro. You go up to the podium and you be like, no, I didn't feel like I, I didn't feel like I I, uh, I threw the game away. No, no, I didn't feel like that. And then you go back to the locker room and they and the guys are on their phone on social media seeing you saying that like three minutes ago, and, and you're looking like like you really you serious? Nine for twenty-two? Oh, 70, 77 yards? Oh, two yards in the second half? Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, negative two yards. You didn't throw the game? Literally, Ooh, literally in the second <laughs> half, averaged two point eight inches per play. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was it was just rough. But they come into the game. Uh, Salah Salah says that you know Mike White is going to be the starter uh, last Wednesday, and and boy, boy, did, did this team have just a different, a new life, different type of energy um, on, on Sunday. Just how they just dismantled the Bears, man. Connie, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, listen, I think. Well, first of all, the Bears had no chance in this game. I mean, you had hey, Trevor Simeon because Fields was out, and then before the game starts, all of a sudden Trevor Simeon's not going to start anymore. Nathan Peterman's going to start because he got hurt in warmups, and then two minutes before Oblique, the game, they said, right. yeah, two minutes before the game, now he's questionable again for the game. Okay, then he starts. So you didn't know who your starting quarterback was going to be. Tec- I mean, yeah, technically Simeon was going to be the guy the whole week, but I mean, ten minutes before game time, you're like, okay, Nathan Peterman, you're our guy this week. God bless. And then it's like five minutes later. Oh, Never mind, Trevor. You're back in. Get on the helmet there, buddy old pal. But listen, I think the biggest thing out of this whole game is the comments that Solomon after the game. And it was one statement, just one thing that he said. And he said he made the easy things look easy. And Zach Wilson didn't do it. We were screen passes he couldn't complete last against Patriots. Screen passes. Yeah, I, I promise you on everything I love, I could do. I could. I could complete a pass. There was so there was so many people open last week, bro. I mean, two weeks ago against the Patriots. I'm just like, yeah, he's right there, and he's just, just. I mean, just I can. I'm telling you right now, if you gave me ten passes in the NFL and they were all screens, seven for ten. Seven for ten. Seven, that's, a, that's a good completion percentage, my guy. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's, that's, that's a good yeah. completion. And he, I mean, he said he said he made the easy he made the easy things look easy. He just throw a little sidearm, sidearm. You know, I played baseball. I played baseball. 
I got a little I got a little Robbie Cano in me. Okay. A little, okay. a little sidearm second base, you feel me? Okay. Um <laughs> but yeah, I mean listen, I think it's only black unless no, I can't never uh um just resign him for a year which makes me want to jump off the golden gate but that's a different story uh unless mike white goes out and pulls an eight peterman with like the five interceptions in the first half why would you <laughs> yeah. play him why would you play zach wilson again because even on the side of the field in street clothes you know there were a couple of plays where you know uh flacco and mike white are looking at you know the replay on the tablet Zach Wilson wasn't even looking at the table. He was standing behind them, not looking. So, like, you're supposed to be even, and he doesn't look happy. He's not selling. Listen, I'll give Baker credit. They they won that game. He's headbutting people without a helmet on. Headbutting. They probably got CT already, not helping. <laughs> and and Zach yeah. Wilson, Zach Wilson is on the sideline, just just dead face looking like looking like anakin skywalker with the hoodie like, over. The hoodie like you gotta over. at least pretend, brother you it's gotta at least pretend you're right but like that's leader. what you're supposed to do to be the leader and get the lot you want to get the locker room back well guess what your team's winning be happy for the team listen in the back of your head you can be like i pray mike white right now blows out both acls on this play I need it to happen for my career. You can think that in the back of your head. If you're even dressed, they didn't even dress him, bro. That's I know, crazy. but I mean, that's crazy. Not even, not even dressing him. It's, that's crazy. He's a healthy scratch. Is crazy. Zach needs a fresh start with a new team like Tannehill in Miami or Favre in Atlanta. Um, Mike okay. White got injured in three out of the four games last year. Hope he lasts longer this time. Yeah, remember second yeah. game against the Colts? He had like lost feeling in his arm because of a nerve, and yeah, then like so right after the game, it came back. That was a weird situation. Um, but. No, it's it's over. Move on. I mean, listen, it's the second it's the second pick in the draft, so obviously you give him more chances than you do if he's a seventh round quarterback or something like that. But it's over. I mean, you go look for a, a bridge quarterback right now or somebody that you think can be good. Listen, if if the 49ers still want to move on from Jimmy, okay, Jets, you make a call. If the Raiders really do need to move on from Carr because apparently they're broke, Jets, you make the call. Because I mean. I think they're going to end up making the playoffs somehow. Uh, their really? defense is just that. I think their defense is just that good that they can really carry it. But you and trust White, you, you you trust Mike White to make enough plays. Is what you're saying? Zach Wilson has five wins this season. So if he can do what Mike, I, I mean, he he al- he already has two games in his career that are better than Zach Wilson has ever had. <laughs> the game last year against the Bengals. And this game didn't that literally put get put in the Hall of Fame? His his uniform is in the Hall of Fame from that that's, game. That's so. Great. Mike White has two games in his NFL career as a backup quarterback, already better than Zach Wilson. Insane. So Insane. why why not why not put a little faith like oh I can't, I just don't have to throw for seventy seven yards in the entire game I think I can manage that. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, why not? But, you know, it's over. I mean, stop it. Get some I think help. they played Miami twice and Buffalo one more time. So those those are tough games. Those well, are we got to play Buffalo twice and we got to play Miami. Miami yes, we do. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, listen, bro. 
If we win one more game, I, I, we said we said seven to I, ten. I can't, I can't, I can't. I, I saw the light. I saw the light after like I the first three games. I was like, yo, seven I to ten. I saw a sign. It's, it's very exactly, and it and it opened up eyes. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's, no, it's yeah, over. I, it's over for Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I one thousand percent agree with Connie as well. I mean, the, the the comments Zach Wilson made at the end of that at the end of that Patriots game was very telling. I mean, you don't you, you don't say when you literally <clears throat> went nine of 22, 77 yards, literally averaged less than three inches per play in the second half, and say, "No, I'm not the reason why you lost today." Uh, yeah, you were, you were the reason why they lost today. How can a defense hold somebody to ten points and somehow you still lose? Like it's it, it's almost impossible to think that way. And then if you look at it as well, like Mike White. During this game against the Bears, even though the Bears' defense is terrible, which is very rare to think. Normally, the Bears have a good defense and a terrible offense, but now the roles have kind of flipped. Now it's kind of their offense is okay and their defense is just mediocre because they traded everybody. You see Mike White throw for 315 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, that right there almost sealed the deal. And if we're being honest, if, I, if I'm Robert Sala, you roll with the high hand. You know, if it if it just so happens that you know Mike White, he could he could very well easily have a terrible game next week. He could very easily have another one of those potential like two three interception kind of games, and then maybe you roll with with the Cougar Slayer and, and Zach Wilson. You know, but with with that with that being said, the team almost felt different when Mike White was in. Like even even look at look at like the post game. Like a, after the Jets won those games with Zach Wilson. You didn't really see a lot of camaraderie around Zach Wilson. When Mike White dominated when Mike White dominated the Chicago Bears, you saw during the post-game interview, whenever he interviewed those reporters, everybody loved Mike White and they were all surrounding him. And even and even during the home crowd when they were playing the Bengals, they were chanting Mike White. You didn't hear no Zach Wilson chants ever in any of in any of his games played. Not one. Mike White, Not Mike one. White hasn't even started five games and he's already got MetLife Stadium chanting. Mike White, like that. <laughs> even like Mac, even Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi got a chance in Foxborough. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, like if you if you think about it, if you're the Jets, you're exceeding expectations dramatically. I mean, you're sitting there at seven and four, and somehow you have an opportunity to make the playoffs. You have to roll with the high hand and Mike White, which Mike White was incredible this game against the Bears. Now, can he repeat that sustainably? That's to be determined because you're not every week you're not going to play a terrible Bears defense. You know, you're going to play a team like the Bills. You're going to play a team, you know, like the Dolphins. And the crazy thing about it is the Jets have beaten the Bills before. So it's not like, you know, the Jets are going to go into this game against the Bills all scared because they're going to look at it and say, we beat these fools already, you know, at, at MetLife. We could, we could compete. We could compete with the Bills. So, I mean, the Jets kind of look at the situation. And you said, you know, the three games left, they have – they have the Dolphins twice and the Bills once. Even if they lose those three, they still got a chance to go 10 and 7 and make the postseason, which is crazy to think about. But, I mean, the Jets have an opportunity. Now, will they pull the ultimate Jets move and collapse? Highly possible. Highly possible that they could collapse and it'll be the most Jets moment thing of all time. But for right now, they're 7 and 4. Magic Mike White. Is the new is the new thing in town for the Jets, and if I'm Robert Sala, you gotta roll with Mike White, 
until there's any sort of fall off. Even if Mike White has a even if Mike White has a bad game next week, you might as well look at Mike White and say, "We'll give you another shot. We'll give you one more chance." If right. you, that's, that's what if it'll you, be. Right. Because, just because Zach Zach Wilson damaged the locker room so badly with how terribly he handled that press conference, I think you give Mike White two games. You know, it's it's simple. You even if Mike White throws four interceptions the next game, you gotta look at Zach Wilson and say, "Look, man, you got a lot mm. more work to do." You know, you gotta you gotta stop going on Naughty America and banging those milfs. You gotta bang the film. Like you <laughs> Yo, gotta watch the film more. Yeah. Come on, now. like, <laughs> yeah, like there, comes, <laughs> there, there, there comes a time nah. and a place to where you you gotta play guard on the field, and Zach Wilson just hasn't. Like when you look at yeah. the games that the Jets have won before Mike White came <laughs> in, what game did you really see that Zach Wilson won? It wasn't any of them. None, none of them. It was no. it was Brees Hall before he got hurt. Yep. And it was Sauce Gardner in the defense. Zach Wilson had nothing to do. You you could have put either one of us three in at quarterback for the Jets during their five wins, and we still would have found ways to win. It's that simple. So if you're the Jets, roll with Mike White until the wheels fall off. That simple. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. You, both both of you guys um, make made great points, man. I mean, just keep just keep it going until until it's not what it is anymore. Uh, just makes perfect sense. Bengals and the Titans. This is a uh, divisional game rematch. This is a rematch of the divisional game from last year. Bengals able to get this W. Derrick Henry just just wasn't just wasn't able to. Uh, you know, King Henry cost a lot of fantasy owners a seventy-five yeah. yard touch, and I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't he wasn't able to get it going in this one. He struggled. Uh, but the Bengals, man, I, I, ever since they went zero and two to start the season, they've been they're, they're five and two now. Uh, in their in their last seven games, they've been on all cylinders. And oh yeah, they get Jamar Chase back next week. Uh, so with the Ravens, we what we expect. Maybe trending down, despite even still being seven to four and actually having a win over Cincinnati. We see the Bengals potentially trending up. Their defense was phenomenal. I think honestly, they're probably one of the most underrated defenses in the NFL. We don't talk about them because they don't have, you know, a Micah Parsons or a TJ Watt. They don't have those type. They don't have that type of talent, like a, a superstar type guy. Yeah, Bates. Bates is good. Bates is good. Bates is good. But I mean, a guy like where like like oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, like right. They don't they don't have someone like that um, on their team. But collectively, you know, eleven strong, just they 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 they, they bring it. They bring it every Sunday, uh, and that's and that was also that's also one of the reason, main reasons why they made they went to the Super Bowl last year. Their defense, like what they did against with with that that defensive performance they did in Kansas City in that second half, was phenomenal. Was phenomenal. So. Uh, they they did a great job Sunday against Derrick Henry, and when you make Ryan Tannehill beat you, you're gonna win. It's that simple. It's that simple. If you make Ryan Tannehill the reason why, you're gonna get the dub every every single time, every single time. Man. And he's and he's you know he's solid. He's good. You know he'll have a 300 yard passing game with like 70 rushing yards. You know three games in a row. He'll have a he'll have a you know stretches like that. And then he'll come back to life. Then he'll come back to life. Traylon Burks, I'm impressed. He had some, it was like beginning of the season before the season started. Um, there were some questions with the asthma and his breathing and things like that. Will he be able to sustain? But he has, ever since he's been able to, you know, get get that figured out and, and be consistent and stay on the field, 
he's been he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. Um, so I think he, I think he's going to be a guy for them. Uh, Westbrook Akina, another young receiver that they have on the outside. So they're going to be fine because that division is terrible. So they're going to win that division and still and still make the playoffs. And then for for Cincinnati, they're, they're stacking these W's. They're stacking these W's. They're going to see Baltimore one more time. Uh, I think they see Cleveland as well one more time. So that's so we might see a Burrow Deshaun game. That's going to be whew, sheesh. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one for sure. Ohio Ohio battle. Uh, but yeah, Bengals are playing great, and Titans I think they're they're going to be fine too, um, despite this out. Uh, Connie, what's your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, like you said, it is, it is trending up for the Bengals. About to get Jamar back uh, in a big week too. I mean, they're playing the Chiefs this week, so obviously they're going to need all hands on deck for that. <laughs> rematch listen they're going on they're going on a playoff run right now yes they just took the divisional rematch now they get the championship rematch back so uh yeah they're they're definitely gonna need all hands on deck but like that's the thing with the Bengals. like yeah jamar's out okay t higgins seven for 114 and touchdown <laughs> like no other team in the nfl has the depth at wide receiver they do because even if he went down like you think tyler boyd can't do some good things like he's a very good receiver as well um hayden hurst not the you know best tight end, whatever, but he can do both. Like he he is a solid uh receiving tight end. He can make some pretty good blocks over there. So he is that nice dual threat. Um obviously you would love for them to get Joe Mixon back, but Samaje P Ryan's doing a fine job, uh, you know, filling in for him. Obviously not the same skill level, but hey, he's a veteran. He knows what he's supposed to do. Very good out of the backfield catching the ball. So uh P Ryan's been doing a pretty good job filling in. And then, like you said, you know, unless Derrick Henry really has it going. It's tough for the Titans to win because nobody thinks that Ryan Tannehill is going to go out and throw for 450 yards and you know four touchdowns like like a very good quarterback could do on on any given Sunday or you know 300 yards and you know destroy you through the air because you know when you trade somebody like AJ Brown you're going to struggle <laughs> with things on the outside as well so you know it's a it's a nice win for the Bengals and you know they are trending up getting some injured players back. And I can't wait for that game next week. But yeah, I mean the Titans are going to be fine because I mean, who's going to take the division from them? Nobody. I mean, I thought the Colts coming into the season, a lot of people did as well. Uh, Colts coming into the season after what they did, and you know maybe Matt Ryan would just take away some of the mistakes that Wentz made. Obviously, that hasn't worked out very well, as we can tell by their record, and you know the fact that Jeff Saturday is now randomly the head coach of the team. But you know. Good win for the Bengals, much needed to keep, you know, pace in that division. And then obviously with the Ravens losing, it only helps them get to a point where maybe they win the division. They don't need to uh, go play in, in the wild card, you know, on the road like they had to do the season before. Uh, so, yeah, nice game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1,000%. I, I agree with you as well. I think this is a good this is a good win by the Cincinnati Bengals. One thing I will say, though, is – the ending of the game was was one of was one of the worst endings I've ever seen. I mean, it, it was very unfortunate <clears throat> that the refs threw a flag and they called a flag on that play. You know, during during the field goal, flags a flag I'm, though. I'm, it was the right I'm, call. It, it is the right call, but when, when have you seen a call? When I've when seen it a call. When? I mean, maybe not in that situation, but I've seen it. I've definitely seen it called. I mean, listen, you can't run into the snapper. But there, there comes a time where, like, even if it's, like, the end of the game, you, you have to let it play out, and you just have to see the drama unfold. At least I think anyways. Granted, the call is right. He did run into the snapper. He did affect the play. Technically speaking, it is the right call. But in that situation, you just got to let it slide. Let it slide, and then, you know, see what happens with the Bengals' defense, just to ensure the drama, because drama is key. 
But I mean, I think overall, like 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 you guys have mentioned, I mean, you look at you look at both of these teams, the Tennessee Titans. Who really is going to compete in the AFC South with them? Nobody. Texans are, you know, in a massive tank, the likes of which we haven't seen before since the 0-16 Browns. Uh, the Jaguars are improving, but they're not there yet. And the Colts literally on Matty Ice's last leg with the head coach of Jeff Saturday. Yeah, I'll take my chances still with Tennessee. Now, I do think this is a bad loss for Tennessee in the sake of when it comes to seeding. Because if you think about it now, with this loss, Tennessee is most likely going to be the fourth seed in, in, in the AFC. And you want, if you're Tennessee, you want to be a higher seed. You want to be, you know, a third seed, a two seed, or a one seed. But with how the AFC is panning out, it looks to be most likely Kansas City will most likely be the one seed. Whoever wins the AFC East will most likely be, you know, the two seed. And then, and then three and four is it's pretty much going to be a battle for, for you know who, whoever wants it. So you know you think about like AFC South, yeah, and then you think about AFC North is most likely going to be either the Bengals or the Ravens, right? For that third seed, yeah. And then you know Tennessee is going to be right there. So you look at for Tennessee, that's a blown opportunity right there of them potentially, you know, being in a race for a third seed. Now, if you look at it, that, almost almost solidifies their spot as a fourth seed in the AFC. And now you're going to get matched up with either Cincinnati or Baltimore in the first round of the wild card. And I'm sorry. If I'm Tennessee, I don't like that matchup. You know, just focusing on the January for, for Tennessee, that, that's not a matchup that, that I would want. I would much rather be, you know, a third seed, you know, facing somebody else. You know, even if you have to face like a Miami or something like that, it's, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough out for Tennessee. If, and, they, see you know, if they see Baltimore, that's, a better, that's better for them. They have, they've, they've beaten Baltimore already in the playoffs. No, they, yeah, they they have they have before, but they didn't beat them when it was in Tennessee. They beat them when it was on the road in, in Baltimore. So I mean, right. we'll see kind of what happens there. But just for Tennessee, for Tennessee, you would have hoped that they would have you know gotten this game, go to eight and three, and still compete. But you know, on the other side, nobody's going to compete with them in the AFC South. And you know, like you guys have mentioned for the Bengals, this is a huge win for them, especially with the Baltimore Ravens having yet. Another fourth quarter meltdown. I don't know what it is with bird teams and mascots. I mean, the Falcons are known for blowing leads. The Ravens have been blowing leads. I mean, if you think about it, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, literally every single one of their losses has been a blown double-digit lead in the third or fourth quarter. Every single one. Started with Miami. Then it went to the Giants. Then it went to this game. And then there's one more. I'm not, I'm not sure which other one the Ravens blew. But – each of their losses has been a blown double-digit lead. And it's – yeah, it, the, the Ravens have been blowing their leads like crazy this year. It's it, it's terrible because if you think about it, like if you're the Ravens, this is supposed to be a year to where you got to make a deep run with Lamar because you know you got to pay Lamar the big dollars. You know, you, you got, you're got going to have to pay him at least, you know, probably 300-plus million, fully guaranteed. You know, if you think about it from that perspective, if you're the Ravens. Oh, the Bills. That's who it was. Yeah, there we go. The, wait, it, oh yeah, it was the bill. It was the Bills. Mm, yeah, it was the Bills. Yeah, but you know that's just the Ravens. You know they're 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 blowing it. I mean, you look at even when you think about it last year. Next year it was with injuries. You know they they were eight and three, and then injuries happened, and they lost six straight. And now you kind of look at it this year. They they have to. 
they they have to pay they have to pay him or else the Ravens are going to be irrelevant. Look at look at look at the Ravens. Shocked if they didn't pay him. Like look at and and, and just think about like the 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 time that Lamar has been with the Ravens. Look at the games they have with him versus without him. With him, they are a legit playoff contending team. Without him, they're irrelevant. Yes, no doubt. And if and if you want to prove it, look at last year. Last year they were eight and three. Lamar was hanging on with this team for his dear life. His body breaks down, he gets hurt, and you have Tyler Huntley in there, and they lose six straight. Now it didn't help that you know in certain games they decided to go for two in the win, and it didn't work. You know that happened about two or three times. You know examples were when they played Pittsburgh and Green Bay, they could have kicked the PAT, and who knows what would happen in overtime. But you know you go from eight and three to eight and nine. If anything, that would have helped in Lamar's case because he could have said, look, you need me because without me, you guys are nothing. They still haven't paid him and his, and his price has only gotten higher. Like, if anything, his price has only gotten higher. So if you're the Ravens, you got to look at it and say, man, we're going to have to fork out at least, you know, $300 plus million fully guaranteed with how these contracts are looking right now. So they're in a predicament. And they're seven and four after embarrassing themselves against Jacksonville, which I don't know if you guys talked about it, but that Jaguars mascot was the worst horrid sight I've ever seen. Never, <laughs> ne- never again do I want to see a mascot in a speedo like that. That was terrible. I mean, it was ripped out there though, hitting the gym. Yeah, yeah, but buddy was ripped, but it's, <laughs> but it's November. This isn't June or July. In it the was summer. in Jacksonville. It was probably eighty degrees. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's... Don't matter. It's November. <laughs> no, no, I, no. That, that that just ain't it. That's that, that's just that just ain't it. Uh, that is no. That's just not it. But for the Bengals, they might win this division without having to play, you know, against Baltimore. Like that. That's a game to where if you're the Bengals, it's a great win. They're getting healthier, and like Connie mentioned, they start out zero two in the last seven games. They won five of the last seven. You got Jamar Chase returning for this game against Kansas City. We all know what happened last time when, when he played Kansas City, you know, in, in Cincinnati when he had over 200-plus yards and did his thing. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. But overall for the Bengals, great win for them. And for the Tennessee Titans, tough loss. But you're still most likely going to win the division because the rest of the teams are terrible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, we got the Falcons and the Commanders. This is actually a really good game. This is actually a really, really entertaining game. Right down to the wire. Uh, two, <laughs> two, two teams with still a lot to play for. The Commanders have been playing phenomenal football over these last you know, seven games. Well, six hundred last seven. Uh, just Taylor Heineke. They just uh, they just play for this guy. They just love this guy. He's not perfect. He has his moments. Mike but. White of the Commanders. They're same. literally the same football team, by the way. Commanders and Jets are the exact same team. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's just a formula for success, man. As much as much as much as people want to tell us about it's a passing league and all about these quarterbacks, uh, it's a quarterback era, and, and this isn't that. We we're still seeing teams today still have that same, still play the same type of way that they played twenty years ago. Now. The only thing is, you but you still you still need that quarterback down the road to make those plays when it matters. But in the regular season, running the football, playing defense will order will always, always 
win you games in this league. And that's what the commanders are doing. That's exactly and, what they're doing right now. Yeah, and, and sorry to interrupt. I don't, I don't know if you guys know this stat, but Connie, your boy, Wentsylvania Avenue, more, more um, hasn't, Wilson. Hasn't, hasn't played since week six, and he has more touchdowns than Russell Wilson. I, 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 I don't know if you guys seen that stat line, but Connie, yeah, your boy, I mean, you, you, you called him Wentz Philadelphia. He went to Wentz Annapolis. Now he's at Wentzylvania Avenue. Your boy might be better than, than Russ at this point. Broncos should have traded for him. It was the clear and obvious choice. That was the clear what, what, and what, what, obvious what, choice. Uh, Connie, I want to I know, you've had nicknames for, for Carson Wentz. What would his nickname been if he went to Denver? How, how would you rhyme Wentz with Denver? <laughs> Would it just be uh, Wenver? Nah, 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 I would have to come up with something, you know, mile high Wentz or something. You know what I mean? Mile high Wentz. I don't know. So I would have had to come up with something. But the fact, um, fact of the matter is, man's holding the clipboard. You feel me? He lost his job. Taylor Heineke took his job. Uh, it's clip for Carson Wentz. Whatever nickname you want to call him, he's a backup. That's his. That's his nickname. Backup. Okay, now I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, CJ going at the man's throat. Just, <laughs> I was just trying to dagger. I was just trying to dagger. He's still, he's still, he's still, hey, he's still, he's still Pennsylvania Avenue until he leaves the commanders. Pennsylvania right. Avenue is still there. Cool, cool. Yo, Gridiron, you're right. A big win deserves a big hat. Shout out Brian Robinson Jr., big yes. hat company. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. He's, he's rookie, rookie, rookie year. This is his rookie year, and I think he's gonna be, he's gonna be a special player uh, for the Commanders. I didn't like that Sean Taylor tribute memorial museum Bro. thing. It was it was literally the worst thing I have ever seen. Yeah, just Daniel Snyder just, they, 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 this on the he, field they're playing so well. To, it's a mannequin. To sell the team. I he he needs to be forced to sell the team after that. I I've seen better mannequins at at regular like apparel stores. Then he was what gonna they say put Victoria's Luke, Secret. Luke. You just didn't want to say. It. I don't know. I said you were gonna say Victoria's Secret. You just didn't want to say. No. It. Oh, I know you did. No. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, but no, the the mannequin literally had like string arm of metal. Like, are you serious? And then on top of that, like, what kind of cleats does he got? No, on no, no, no. He was he was one of the first ones to wear soccer cleats back in the days. His daughter did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cleat, the, the the cleats, the cleats, the cleats is fine, but just the the mannequin, you know. Nah, I, yeah. I, 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 literally, I literally, I want to know what happened, unless unless if they had a statue in place and somebody dropped it and broke it, there, there, nah. there's just there's no way you mess it up that badly. You already messed up when you try to retire his logo and people were stepping on it. That was already I know, Jackson, up. Right? Yeah, that yeah, was already a mess up right. there. You already messed that up, and then you had ample opportunity to make a statue for one of your greatest players in history. And you, not only did you not get to make a statue, you messed up a mannequin. How how do you build a mannequin wrong? Like how 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 is that possible? Like, like at least, at least the guy who attempted the Ronaldo Braun statue, even though it looked didn't look good, at least the attempt was there. Wow. There was wow. there, there was something there, even though the face was terrible. At that least something was crazy, there. Crazy, right? At, at, at least it was there. there. The thought was there for the Commanders. 
this just looks like something either of the three of us would do at our last minute school project. Just, ah, uh, fuck it. I, I just need a grade some, for the science. Some arts, some arts and craft third grade. Uh, that's arts, that. arts and crafts. <laughs> that's that, this, you know, 8.30 at night. Yo, mom, I have a project. Dude. When is it? Tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. Get in the car and drive the Mike glue and glue and macaroni on construction paper. Got that paper mache world. Paper mache. Like it, it, it was, it was absolutely terrible. It was, it, it it was, it was the worst. It's the worst tribute I've ever seen. And just when you think the Commanders take a step forward, they take two to three steps backwards. Like they, they, they literally, they literally have a good culture. Literally, the players are bought into to Ron Rivera. And whatever personal stuff he's going through, I don't know if you saw, I think it was against Indianapolis during like the post game, like during like the locker room where he was going through like losing his mom and stuff. And the players are all bought into it. The players are all bought in. All the players are looking good. They're seven and five. And yet shit like this happens. And that instantly gets drawn back to why the commanders have a terrible organization. Like this is, this is literally, this team is seven and five. And well, and, and they're literally one of the hottest in the teams playoffs. in football right now. They're, yeah. they're in the playoffs right now, and people are talking about all oh, the commanders are in the playoffs. The people are talking about how do you mess up a mannequin as a statue? <laughs> that, that, that's literally like the number one thing you see on the headlines. Not not is it? It's not all oh, this this Taylor Heineke kid. You know he's on another run again. This is like 2020. No, right. they're 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 talking about how in the world do you mess up a mannequin? Like they, they literally look like they literally look like Chris Tucker on Friday when they when he goes up to when he goes up to Fr- Craig and says, "What kind of shit is that?" Like you look, <laughs> yeah. at, the mannequin, you, you, you look at the mannequin yeah. and then you say and you say, it's "What kind of shit is that?" Friday references. Oh nah. I love that's Friday. A cla- that's a classic. That's a classic. That's a classic scene right there, my guy. No, no, okay. that, that's a classic. But but what's but what is a classic though is the Falcons finding a way to blow a game. And that's exactly what Atlanta did, you know, today, you know, when they, when they played the commanders, that was, it's unfortunate because if you think about it, the Falcons are still only a half a game back in the NFC South. Did you guys know that they're, they're only a half a game. They're only a half a game behind the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for first in the NFC South. And they would be in first if they didn't pull the Falcons in almost every game. Literally, you could you can name like multiple games, but it's just yeah, it's it, it's just disappointing. Yeah, was, not as dis- not, not as disappointing, not as disappointing as what the commanders are doing with that mannequin statue, which is honestly ridiculous. Like you 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 have to fix that. There, there's no way you could keep that there and call it a day. There, there's just no way. Like there 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 has to be something in the offseason where you have to revamp and say, you know what? Let's just re let's just let's just redo this. Like it, it honestly. If there is ever new ownership with the commanders, if I'm the new owner, I'm instantly stripping down whatever Sean Taylor stuff they have, and I'm remaking it new. Just, just, just saying, you know, like how they did, how they retired you the first time was disrespectful. We're gonna give it more class and retake it. Take two. Went over yeah. the fence. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's definitely weird. It's unfortunate that that's. Like you're right, you're right. It's unfortunate that's what we're talking about. But I, again, in this game, they went down to the wire. Uh, Mario, they were going on a game-winning drive, interception right there on the goal line. Uh, just unfortunate they just weren't able to get get into the end zone there. <laughs> like, like, like you said, they lost in, in Atlanta fashion. 
Uh, but the, yeah, this commander team, man, they're, they're, they're finding ways to win. It's not pretty W's out of, by, by any means. They, they got the depth. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, of course, of course, a win is a win. Um, but they, they, they're still able to get it done. They got the dub against Philadelphia. They're the, they're the only one, the only team, the only team in, in the league to beat Philadelphia. So we can't. So what happened? No, I, 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 I'm just saying for my team, we came close. We, we just didn't, didn't get there. You, you said what? You think you guys no, are close? <laughs> you trolling, I, right? <laughs> I mean, we only lost by seven. We about 350 rush yards. Yeah, we'll get to y'all. We're going to get to y'all. What, what's going on with y'all and y'all future, for sure. I got some comments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It, but, yeah, it, it's going it, 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 to be sad cheese. It's going to be sad cheese when we get to that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good, good win by the commanders. So we got the Chargers and the Cardinals. Uh, another another team, this Arizona team, man. I just – Wow, they, Cliff got to go. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to. I was just about to say that. that's crazy. I was just about to say that. Yeah, Cliff. Cliff has to go, man. It's it's over. It's over. He really extended this, man. Yeah, and the it. GM too, and the GM. I don't think the GM's done bad though. Maybe, maybe, maybe him too. I mean, I mean, he hired Kingsbury. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, but he also drafted <laughs> Kyler. He also traded for D. Hop. Is it isn't Kyler Murray now zero and three? Since the new Warfare game has came out, <laughs> yeah, I forgot, is he, is I forgot to keep track. I, for, I forgot to keep track of that. Is that, is that, is that man still with this? I believe he is zero and three. No, because yeah, put the no, chart Oh, we know they won, but he didn't play. He didn't play. Yeah, he didn't play yeah, against they, the Rams. He didn't play that game. Yeah, uh, they, yeah. They, they had they, they had they had Colt McCoy in. Right. Uh, so at, that at chart, least, at least to my knowledge, to my knowledge. Kyler still has the one that, Warfare that game chart. came out. Yeah, man. It's a low, crazy. it's a low blow. It's a low blow that I did, but I think if you look it up, I think it's true. Yeah, it might, it might be true. It might be true. Um, and Kyler comes out after the game. He's like schematically, you know, you know, we're we're, we're kind of we're, fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then he proceeds <laughs> to lob it up to Hopkins and gets intercepted. Yeah, it's it's just it's just uh, tough, tough for the for the Cardinals. Kingsbury is yeah again. It's time. It's time. I know he got the extension. He's gonna get. He's gonna get his money. But in terms of them being an Arizona Cardinals head coach for the foreseeable future, not happening. No, it's just not happening. Honestly, well, wasn't I'm, really I'm even a, qualified for the job. I mean, but let's yeah. let's. Bro, this guy coached Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech, and they didn't win anything. Got fired. Not yeah, one Big Twelve championship. Not one. And he, and he like that. Got fired from his own that's, that's what I was gonna say too. I was like. How like how did this man get a job? He literally went below five hundred with Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm saying, Old man. <laughs> like Steve, Steve, Steve Wilkes did not deserve to be fired and then replaced with Cliff Kingsbury. Like, like that, that that's a disgrace. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I'm with you, bro. He didn't. Yeah, he, he really did not. He did not. He was not qualified for that job. It'd be different if he was, a, you know, highly touted college football head, uh, football head coach, won a national like championship. Meyer, yeah, like Urban Meyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, right. But I would, I would understand him getting that job based on. No, his yeah, I know. What you're, I just had to be but, an asshole. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, about, I mean, but, uh, I mean, who, who knows? Who knows? Maybe those fingers would have worked better in Arizona than in Jacksonville. <laughs> 
but King Kingsbury Kingsbury's yeah resume and collegiate football just wasn't wasn't great, man. And and like you like you guys just said, you, you coached Patrick Mahomes for three years, and you know how I have one Big Twelve championship. Also, I, I had three rush. Yeah, yeah, that, that's I just, know that. And and then and another guy that should be on the hot seat too is is Staley. Oh yeah, Brandon Staley. Oh, hey, if they, I think if they go for two, and Atlantic took game, a W this weekend. Those, those triple got the conversions that converted. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He. he, he could, I think he if he didn't get that, they ended up, I think if they lost that game because they don't get that two point conversion, he gets oh, fired. I know. I I know for sure, Connie. If they would have converted that two point conversion, you would have been on Brandon Staley's ass in the group chat. I still don't listen. You, they, you, I, see, and here's where people. Oh yeah. Well, you're not going to say anything about analytics now. I still they they won the game. I still don't like the decision. Still think it was a bad decision. Yeah, I know they won the game. Don't care. Still a bad decision in my eyes. Like you have the opportunity going overtime, and yeah, maybe you end up losing the game in overtime. Then you say, "Oh, we could have been more aggressive. We could have had a chance to win the game." How many how many times have they lost the game because they were overly aggressive? They blew that Raiders game so hard from being aggressive in that in that they went for it on their own thirty. Their own thirty. Like I don't I listen, congrats on the win. Still don't really agree with the two point conversion. Um, but I mean when you have Justin Herbert as the quarterback though, you can do a lot of things. Social media quarterback Emmanuel Acho said. I would take a social media quarterback over about uh what are the thirty two quarterbacks in the league? Probably taking him over about uh twenty eight, twenty seven of them. Twenty seven of them? Probably. <laughs> I mean, so he could be a social media quarterback on the Patriots all he wants. I would hire a brand new social media department if he wanted that on, on the team. So Herbert uh, still has a below 500 record. Don't care. <laughs> D- literally couldn't care any less. Yeah, you know I, well, I mean, probably yeah, does. That's, you know, a, well, that's, that's, a, clout, that's a clout chasing take by Amanda Wacho. Oh, well. That's a, that's, a, that's a take you have to say because you're on TV every day and you, you want to keep your job. doesn't really it, mean that. I mean, listen, two is one more. There's no way two is better than Justin Herbert. There's no way. I'm sorry. And he thinks I mean, two is a guy. No. no, he's not. I mean, he, he just he has more structure now. He, th- but he, uh, That's what I'm saying. He thinks two is a god. And Justin Herbert's a social media quarterback? Like, all right, bro, you got it. This is what, But this is what I'm saying, bro. It's, again, this guy, this is how he stays on TV. Like, no, you know, no, I'm just saying. You, you got have to it. be hyperbolic. Nah, good win for the Chargers. Though. Listen, obviously keeps them alive in the playoff race as well. So this is one your of second they team, baby. Yeah, this is one that they clearly needed. So uh, good on them. Your second oh, team. This is your second team, the Chargers. Low key. Why? I, I play. I when I was younger. <laughs> when I was younger, I really liked playing with the Chargers because they had the powder blues. The powder blues. Yeah. I've gone through many phases. I first used. Uh, the Eagles a lot because I loved Brian Westbrook. Um, Then I used the Bengals because I thought their logo was cool. Then I was a big Raider guy. Then I decided decided to become a Patriot fan. I've stuck with that, obviously. Yes. Great choice. Great choice, my guy. Great choice. It was very good for my mental health all those years. (laughs) Yeah. I would hope so. Hey, just think, think, Connie, both your teams are six and five. That's (laughs) I got. Yeah. I don't know who I have less faith in. That's the problem too. Man, none of the above. And then, oh, before and before before we get to the uh, next game, 
the commanders unis on Sunday were fire. Those black, those black commanders. No, those, those, those are clean. Those were clean. Those Espe- were clean. Especially with the big hat that matched the same right, color. Well, yeah, we did. Yeah, they yeah, did. Yo, uh, Brian Robinson, let me get a big hat, bro. Yeah, that's, that's what else, so I'm saying. Yeah, those those jerseys, those jerseys were hard, bro, for sure. Uh, we got the Raiders. Speaking of fire jerseys, we got the Raiders and two fire jerseys too. We got the Raiders and the Seahawks. This was a really good game, man. There's some really good games this week. You know, there's some there's some times throughout the week where you go through games like uh, like kind of like shout out shout out Josh game. Jacobs for giving me almost yes. 45 fantasy points. Thank you, Josh Jacobs. And, and I was and I was and that's that's how they need to that's how they need to play. They need to they need to build through him first, then go to the passing game. Because as, as you saw, you saw Devontae Adams out there at the end of the game. You know, he was behind him during the press conference doing a, you know, doing a money sign, like give him his bread. Pay, pay this man. Pay this man. I'm, I'm not sure what that – well, I do know what the hazards is, uh, why they were so hesitant and, and not giving him the bread because he's a running back. And, and teams – Yeah, but they, they, they declined his fifth year. They could have they given him a fifth year, and they said no in the fifth year. That's what I'm saying. They don't. They don't. They don't want to. They just don't want to. They just don't want to pay him. They don't want to pay him. They don't want to give him a breath. I mean, he still he did get drafted pretty high, so I'm pretty sure that number is is, is a, a pretty high number. Um, it just teams don't value running backs like that anymore, which is sad because again, like I like I said earlier, we look at like five, six, seven teams at the top of the NFL. All they do is run the ball. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, this game was back and forth. The difference for me, you, you see the difference between. The Broncos and the Raiders, in that you could tell the effort and the passion that the Raiders put in when they when they how they play for uh, for for Josh McDaniels, as opposed to what we're seeing in in, in Denver. Um, and and yes, I know they they've had two close close Ws, uh, both in overtime, but. It just it just speaks to how they fight. They're battle tested. They could easily they could have easily just laid down uh, in in the, in the last two weeks. Be like, oh yeah, the season's over. It's clipped. It's done. We're, 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 it's over. Yes, big yeah, big play, big play, big play. When when the car when the car had that post game press conference, he was emotional and talking about guys not not giving it not giving it their all. Uh, yeah, he, he 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 obviously was not talking about talking about Max Crosby. He was talking about you know whoever whoever, but. Since that, um, since that game, they've been two and zero. They've won some close games. They play together. Seattle is taking a taking a little taking a step back a little bit. They may maybe reality uh, has kicked in. I mean, still putting up thirty four points, but giving up forty is pretty wild, um, <laughs> especially in the, in the NFL. Uh, on on your on your home field, they, they had some opportunities to 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 get it done in the second half. The first half was just lackadaisical. It was really just like that Bucks game against. I guess in Germany, uh, where they just the first half it just wasn't it wasn't great, and then in the second half it, it started to click for Gino and the rest of that offense. Kenneth Walker the second, Tyler Lockett in, and obviously DK. But yeah, the, this this Raider team. I mean, I don't know I don't know how their season is going to end, but just looking at just looking at some of these wins and over the last couple of weeks or so, I, I think I think that that could potentially save uh, McDaniel's job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, great iron. They just. You could just tell. I mean, the offense is going out there only scoring, you know, ten points a game. Uh, it's just, I just feel like it's just two different teams in Denver. You have your defense and you have the offense. The defense, they go out there, they ball out, they get stops, they do what they need to do, and then we got whatever they got on the on that other side called an offense. Man, he got the job because he was Aaron Rodgers, you know, 
you know, a little, you know, back pocket. That's what he was. He was in his back pocket. And he, that's how he got the job for, for the Broncos head coaching job. But it, it hasn't worked. McDaniels, the jury is still out. But again, I, I like the way they're playing these last couple of weeks. Um, they've, they found the offense a little bit. And I think the reason why they found that offense is because they're starting to run the football, give Josh Jacobs the ball. Then you could get the ball to Devontae Adams, Matt Collins, a guy who's, you know, starting to come along um, in, in this offense and Hunter Renfro's absence. Uh, Foster Moreau uh, and, and Darren Waller's absence. Yep. He made some made some pretty good plays uh, for, for Vegas as well. So big win, big win for uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. What's your guys' thoughts, Connie? What's your thoughts, bro? Yeah, I mean, listen, obviously a very back-and-forth game, very fun game to watch. Um, Josh Jacobs is huge in this game. Like, he's – I think he has the most broken tackles in the league besides uh, to him and Nick Chubb, I believe, for the most broken tackles in, in the NFL. So, obviously, he runs the ball very, very hard. Uh, TJ – DJ did hack it, hack the Broncos – for the head coaching job. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, he's, he's got, there's no way, no way that he has a job at the end of, the, of this year. Um, yeah. Perry wanted to know why I like the Chargers. Listen, why not? Why not like the Chargers? Why not? Um, but yeah, this is, this is kind of the formula for the Raiders. This is what they need to do. You got to, you know, run the football with Jacobs because obviously it gives you your best chance to win. Uh, you have Devontae out there, so you you know that you have somebody that you're able to throw the ball to in, in you know, those tight situations. He's been there. He's done that with the Packers. Uh, and then, like you said, there's people stepping up in in absence of some very big plays. You know, Hunter Renfro goes down. That's a killer. Uh, Waller goes down. That's a killer. But, you know, people have come up and, and, and stepped up and, and played some pretty good football in their absence. And, you know, the, the Seahawks, yeah, maybe reality is setting in. It's been a nice season so far. That's another one where maybe you are a little disappointment. Uh, disappointed if you don't end up making the playoffs because now I believe they're on the outside looking in. Uh, yeah, they are because the 49ers have a better record than them. So they're on the outside looking into the playoffs right now. And, you know, maybe you don't make the playoffs. You're probably a little bit disappointed. Um, I mean, I really do wonder what they do with Gino. I know he's had a good season. And all that, but I don't know if he's your guy. Yeah, the season's not over. It's not over yet. It's no, not no over it's yet. not. There's six not. games left. But yeah, he, I think they should pay him. I really? Mean, not not big top. Well, not, no, not, I don't not, think you know, top he'd dollar be out of his mind if he even asked for it. Yeah, I mean, I I could see, I could see a, you know, I could see a three year, seventy five, you know, something like that, 70, 20 to twenty five million dollars a year. I could see something like that for him. I mean, I, I think that's his, that's the ballpark for for a guy like Jimmy Smith. Well, who knows? Who knows? If the Broncos continue to tank, they get a top three pick. Maybe Bryce Young yeah, or CJ Stroud still come to Seattle. Sure, sure. Also a factor. Also a factor. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was just a, a solid game overall, and then obviously you cap it off with that big run in overtime for the big greater win. Yeah, 1,000%. This was, this is definitely a huge win for, for the Raiders. I mean, they're no longer the worst team in the AFC West. I mean, I think we saw that when they swept Denver, and now with this win, kind of solidifies it. I mean, jo- Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs is going to get paid, whether it's by the Raiders or somewhere else. The kind of season that Jacobs is having is is worthy of him of him getting paid. And also, when you think about it, even if the Raiders didn't want to move on from Josh Josh McDaniels, it has been stated that they, they the Raiders can't afford to move on from Josh McDaniels. Like I, I don't know who said it. I think yeah, I think it was Mark Davis said it, but I mean. They, they can't afford to move on from McDaniels anyways, even if they did want to move on from McDaniels, like they, they don't have the cash that the cash trap to do it. So McDaniels will most, most likely stay for another year. 
And, you know, you just look at overall for the Raiders. I mean, granted, it's been a disappointing season. I mean, if you think about it, if the Raiders didn't have those, what was it, three games that they blown 17-point leads in? What was it, two, two or three of them? Who, the Raiders? Yeah, the Raiders. Oh, yeah, there's the knew, Cardinal game. Yeah, there's the Cardinals, there's the Chiefs. They were up in that. It was one, yeah, they were up against the Chiefs one more game. I forgot. Uh, I, I just know. I remember the Cardinal game. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. You also lost to Jeff Saturday. Yes. So that, right. That, right. That, that, that doesn't me. help. Like, yes. like, like if, you're, if you're the Raiders, you have three games where you look at and say, man, we could have easily, instead of being four and seven, we could have easily been seven and four. Yep. Now, how you want to look at it, you could go into the offseason and say, you know what? Even though we missed the playoffs, you know. We look at those three games and say, that can't happen again. Let's bounce back and be better. Or, you know, you're just – and it, it's funny to me because if you think about it, like how the game first started, I mean, Derek Carr throwing like two bad picks. I, it was a vintage Derek Carr moment to where it's like, Derek, what are you doing? But then he makes like dime throws like the one to Matt Collins for 36 yards, and it's like, okay, like what kind of Derek Carr are we going to get? But – I think I think you guys are right when you say that you know the formula is through Josh Jacobs, just just give the ball to Josh Jacobs, and good things will happen. I mean That's the it. man the man the man had what was it twenty three carries for almost two hundred and thirty yards and two touchdowns, and one of those touchdowns was the eighty six yard game winner in overtime. I mean that's that's the recipe right there for the Raiders. Just continue <laughs> just continue to run with him. Now I know they're four and seven. And the AFC is going to be competitive, but there's five weeks. Anything can happen in five weeks. Who knows? Maybe the Raiders may win out, which is highly unlikely, but you never know. Miracles can happen. Yeah. 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 They can. Yeah. They can. Uh, but it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be very tough for them to, you know, try to, try to win out. Um, just so many, so many formidable teams that, that are above them. So we'll see what happens with, with Vegas. But yeah, big win. Big win for the Raiders. We got the Rams and the Chiefs. Not, 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 not too much to say about this one, man. Uh, Rams, their, uh, it, it's their yeah. season is over. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, we, we we knew that already, uh, and they don't. They even had have Bryce Perkins starting. They yeah. they they, yeah. Literally, they literally had a preseason roster. Pretty much. <laughs> now Adam Robinson's out for the rest of the season too. Not that he was doing much anyway, but and re- remember, remember, f them picks. Well, they might they could probably use a couple right now. All I know is Detroit's looking pretty good right now. Yes, yes, they are. Detroit yes, might have are. nearly two top ten picks. They're looking yeah. pretty nice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They're 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 looking great. And then you know, just Kansas City, uh, most unstoppable play is is at football is Mahomes to Kelsey. I mean, it's just there's no way. So you can't stop it. You just can't stop them. Yeah. Ask ask the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, literally. Ask the Chargers. They've owned the, they've literally owned the Chargers since since they've been together. Um, and they're just hitting on all cylinders, bro. They're just nine and two. I really just felt I felt like that loss to the Bengals just you know, lit a fire um, under them in, in that playoff game. You know, they they really there was twenty one three in that game, and, and they lost. Um, so they the defense the defense has been lights out, uh, and and Mahomes is MVP. Who's you, who's you guys MVP right now? Mahomes through are, are we three for three on that? You guys hurts. Yeah, yeah it's got to be it's him or hurts. It, it, it's okay. it, it's got to be Mahomes. Okay. It, yeah, it has yeah. To be. I'm I'm right there with you guys. I'm right there with you guys. He's been playing like, like you can you, you can football. make an argument like like Connie said you can make an argument for Jalen Hurts. Yep. 
But I mean, with what Mahomes is doing, it's it's incredible. Like he he's been consistently good his entire career. This is kind of the first year that Jalen Hurts is breaking out. Like this is like what was was the Jalen Hurts year two? Oh yeah, that doesn't matter. It's about who's having the best season, I mean, right? I mean, the Chiefs are nine and two. Like like people look at Jalen Hurts and the record, but ten and one and nine and two. Anything could change at one. And all and all, what Hurts does on the ground, you got to add into it. Yeah, I think th- those are the top two candidates. I think Mahomes. I, yeah, I would give it, Mahomes. It, it's probably edge. Mahomes, Hurts, and then maybe Allen at at number three. Yeah, I, I could I could see Allen now. I, I could see Allen there at, at third. At third, yeah. I, I would throw two in there too, bro. I have to listen. Listen, after <laughs> bro. That's... Lefty, or, bro. Or, or Tyreek, one, one, either one, nah. some dolphin got to get in there. Nah, I mean, you can say two, mm-hmm. but I mean, the, just as soon as they got Tyreek, the, the game, their, their offense changed completely. One was sort of, and then Mike McDaniel, everything, not two, but but bringing in, bringing yeah, in Tyreek. If, 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 if we're numbers. being honest, the M, the MVP award is kind of more like a quarterback award. Whoever, whoever, whoever is the best quarterback will most likely win MVP. Which is trash. That's why, yeah, that's, why Michael, that's why Michael Parsons came out and that, that quote to you. I completely agree with him. It's trash. Just make a quarter, just make a quarterback award. That's what I've been saying. Make make the uh whatever, whoever you want to name it after, some old school quarterback, the, the Roger Staubach award, whatever, whatever you want to do. Yo, it. Nah, yeah, I mean nah, I didn't want to, you know, what? I didn't want to you know, I wanted what? to say name that, it. but I didn't want you know what I mean? I didn't want to be super biased. Nah, name it, name it, name it the Dan Moreno award because he literally improved the passing game for the quarterback. Maybe, maybe Unitas. I mean, he's kind of started the passing game in general in, in the NFL. One of those guys, something like that. But yeah, uh, that, that's that's imagine how it they name be. it. Imagine if they name it the Brady Award and they, Tom Brady's they were still smart. playing and Brady's still playing. I, I, would anybody? I wouldn't disagree with it. I would. I mean, <laughs> could you imagine though? Like he's still playing and he wins his own award. Tom Brady, you've been awarded uh, the Brady Award. The Brady Award, <laughs> exactly. I love, I love that two weeks ago, season. Ronald Jones was complaining that he doesn't get used enough and the Chiefs bring in another running back. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Melvin Gordon over there to the Chiefs. That dude's literally being passed around the AFC West. All he needs to do is sign with the Raiders. That's it. Yeah, it's to, to, to complete the, uh, complete. the mission. Complete the uh, quad. Yeah, that's all he has to do. Uh, Melvin Gordon, I mean, he, he's a name at this point. Uh, he's just a name. He probably he, fumbled the pen signing his contract. Yeah, it's just these ball security issues just it hasn't hasn't been great. It hasn't been great for him over the last couple of years. Uh Isaiah Pacheco is, is their guy and, and obviously uh Edwards Alaire, but Pacheco has it was has been great for them. It's been great for them. Um but yeah, Mahomes MVP, Rams, they're dirt. Uh, we, got, <laughs> we got the Saints and the 49ers. This is the just, classic Jimmy G game. Yeah, that's what the, it, the, yeah. The, the, this this is the most Niners Jimmy game I have ever seen. This is what you're gonna like get. For, I mean, I mean, if we if we think about it, Jimmy didn't turn the ball over. Jimmy ran the ball off to McCaffrey or Elijah Mitchell before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And the Niners' defense is literally probably one of the best defenses we have seen in a long time. There's literally a stat line where it says the Niners haven't allowed a second half point since Week Eight. They've gone almost an entire month the defense without allowing any points. And in my honest opinion, like the Niners are seven and four right now, but they might be the best team in the NFC. Like I know, I know we have the Could Eagles, be. I know we have Minnesota, Cowboys, but but with how the Niners are looking, if they don't at least make it to the NFC Championship game, it's a failure. 
because they, because there's no way you trade for Christian McCaffrey just to be one and done in the playoffs. There's just no way. You, you you don't you don't make that kind of even though you didn't trade a lot to get McCaffrey, you don't trade for a player like Christian McCaffrey just to make the playoffs and lose in the first round. You trade for Christian McCaffrey because you believe you can make a deep run. And the Niners could be one of those teams to where they can make a deep run. And and if the Niners go on another deep run, if they go to another NFC championship game or potentially another Super Bowl, we're gonna have the same conversation we had in this offseason, Jimmy or Trey. That same conversation is going to pop up again. And I know, I know people, I know people, I know people want to hate on Jimmy because he isn't flashy. But what does Jimmy do? Jimmy wins. Ever since he has joined the 49ers, he's basically saved Kyle Shanahan's ass. If we're being honest, look at Kyle Shanahan's coaching record without Jimmy G. And then look at Kyle Shanahan's record with Jimmy G. Kyle Shanahan needs Jimmy G or else he would have been fired years ago. Years ago, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan is a good quarterback, like any other coach. Hey, and, and Jimmy's a good quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he's a good. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's a, he's a good quarterback. He's solid. He's a solid. He's a solid quarterback. Um, like to the, me, the he, way... he, he's good. He wins games. I think they're still going to go with Trey because Trey never really lost the job. Well, he just got one, one thing. One, one thing I will say though is Trey Lance is definitely going to have a target on his back whenever he is ready to start. I mean, because because if you think about drafted. it, because if you, Bro, think if you about go to it, a Super Bowl with Jimmy and they still go to Trey, I would be out of my mind shocked. And, so, and, what, so what are you going to do? Exactly, you going to trade and, Trey and, Lance? And, yeah. Wow, that, that'd be crazy. Are, are the Jets going to trade Zach Wilson? Sometimes Situ- you got to. Sometimes you, sometimes you got to take the L. The situation is different, though. So much. Different. Yeah, and it's even better in the in San Francisco. You've been to it's a, a, good, it's a good problem. Twice. Yes, yes, it's a good problem. It's a good problem. I'm not. I'm not. And, and, with that. and if you think about it, in the last three years with Jimmy Garoppolo, when he is healthy, the Niners have gone to two NFC Championship games, and they've gone to a Super Bowl. And if it and if it wasn't for Kyle Shanahan blowing a ten point lead with six minutes left, they would be Super Bowl champs. Like they're 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 on the cusp of a of a of another potential deep playoff run. And if you think about it, those top NFC teams, the Philadelphia Eagles, we don't know how the Eagles are going to play in the playoffs. Yeah, they're most likely going to get a first round bye, but we don't know how the Eagles are going to play. The Minnesota Vikings are going to find a way to choke. I'm sorry. I know they're nine and two. I know they're clearly better than the Green Bay Packers, but it's Minnesota sports. Minnesota sports will always find a way to collapse. Look at Blair Walsh. Look at Gary Anderson. Minnesota is going to wet the bed in the playoffs. And, and, and I'm sorry because it's going to be fact. It, it's going to be fact. You're you're going to see in January when Minnesota makes it to the postseason, it's going to be at U.S. Bank Stadium, and Kirk Cousins is going to have a three-interception playoff game. You're, you're, you're going to see it. You heard it here first, I'm November not, 29th, I'm, 2022. But it, it's going to happen. Just wait. Like Stephen A. Smith says, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Because yeah. <laughs> what can't go wrong will go wrong for Minnesota. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Uh, and then for the back again, back to the 49ers. They're just so they're just a well the machine. That's what they are, bro. I mean, they just when when it, when it comes to complimentary Crazy. football, they probably they they just do that better than better than anybody. And the, it, and what's funny is they're playing like a team that's nine and two or eight and three, yet they're seven and four. Like they they just passed Seattle for first in the division. 
Yeah, I th- yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna end up winning that division. They're gonna end up winning that division. It's gonna be a landslide. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Well, what's crazy to think is the Niners might win the rest of their games. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, again, Jimmy, Jimmy is Jimmy is known to have you know one of them one of them Kirk Cousins games like you just talked about. <laughs> he's known to have a couple of them games. So I'm just not you know I, I know he's he's good. He's good. He is good. But there there have been some moments where you're like, whoa, what is what is what is this guy doing out here? So <laughs> uh, if, he, and, if he's clean, if he just has a, if he, he manages the game, he doesn't turn just, the ball over. Just give the ball to McCaffrey. And give it to McCaffrey and or whoever they have um, next to McCaffrey now that Elijah Mitchell is out, prayers up. Hey, put in Debo. Yeah, Debo, wide, wide receiver running back. Yeah. Because it, yeah cause, wide cause back. Because it's like – because like they have all this talent, but they only get like 13 points or 20 points. So this is what this is what, what you want. This, but this this is this is why I'm saying like I could see them going back to Trey Lance because if they feel like Trey Lance gives them that extra, uh, uh, you know, you know, just t- you know, push in, in terms of their offense and that extra weapon with his legs and with his arms. Oh, oh yeah, they could. I could see them going back to him for that. Um, now, granted, yeah, he still he has well, to earn 1, the trust 000%. of the team again, and win, the, and you know, earn the trust of those guys again. Uh, no question, yeah, he has it, to do that. That's more important than anything. But in terms of oh, yeah, front 1, office 1, standpoint, 1, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. From front 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 uh, front office standpoint, I can see them still sticking with Trey Man because again, like he didn't he didn't really lose the job, Jimmy Garoppolo. He just got hurt, and then Garoppolo just came in. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. But right now, in the present, they're, they're they've been playing phenomenal. Easily one of the best teams in the NFL. Then we got the Sunday night football game, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got the Green Bay Packers Woo. versus the 10 and 1, well, 9 and 1 before the dub, yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. And oh, man. So, so what, what, do you, what do you think the game plan was for you guys? Uh, stop the run or? So. If, if we not. had if we had a smart <laughs> defensive coordinator, you know, a coordinator whose name wasn't <laughs> Joe Barry on the 0-16 Detroit Lions, the game plan should have been, hey, let's have a quarterback spy on Jalen Hurts, and let's not let Miles Sanders run. Turns out, shit hits the fan when you decide not to do that. Uh, what I do. saw, I mean. <laughs> What I, what I saw what I saw from a run defense was one of the worst things I have ever seen. No doubt. I I I have never seen <laughs> a team be so methodically beat down by the run game. Like I thought it was bad when we allowed Raheem Mostert in the championship game to run for almost 230 yards. But this the, the man Jalen Hurts had almost 100 yards rushing in the first quarter. Special. First quarter. Special. Like what? What I saw, what I saw in Week Twelve, and I don't, I don't know. Now I love the fact that Green Bay beat Dallas. At least I know for a fact, no matter how bad we are, we can still own the Cowboys. But I hate how they gave me false hope in that game. Rodgers gave me false hope, saying we're not dead yet when we were four and six, and it couldn't even give me, <laughs> Green Bay couldn't Green Bay couldn't even give me a full week to to bask in victory. They decided to give me three days and then get killed by Tennessee on Thursday night and let Tannisell throw for 300 yards. 
I told you, I told you he's good for one of the, I told you he's good for a 300 yard game once in a no, while. I told you like this, <laughs> just happened to this, be this, this, squad. this like, is a game. <laughs> I mean, th- th- this is a game to where you look at it. We were down 13, nothing Aaron Rodgers on an ayahuasca plant and a broken thumb somehow <laughs> scores two touchdowns is up 14, 13. And I will say during this game, I retract every single bad thing I said about Christian Watson. I mean, I was, I was, I was giving him shit when he dropped the first pass against Minnesota week one. I was giving him shit for being injury prone. I was hating on him in Dallas when he dropped easy, give me passes. I'm just like, this is the same. This is going to be the same stuff. We could have had, we could have had NBA young boy, George Pickens. And instead we have this fool. Now, now I look at Pickens, it. Now, Pickens, now. Pickens got some drop problems too. Now, Hey, that's why looking at it now, now I'm the fool because in three games, my man Christian Watson had six touchdowns, and I like what I see. Dominant. I, I think I think that Dallas game woke him up. Now, he's got healthy. Yeah, he got healthy, and, and he's damn good. Yeah. He, he's a damn good receiver, CJ. Uh, he might be a receiver one, and I like to see that from our potential receiver one. Now, just this game overall. I mean, it was man, it was it was bad. It was bad. I mean, we couldn't. I mean, we score 33 points, and it's a miracle with how terrible our offense is to get 33 points. But when your defense decides to not only let Miles Sanders run for 140 yards, but let's have Jalen Hurts run for 150, as well as pass for 160. That is not a recipe for success. Nine times out of ten, you are not winning those games. And that just so happened to be the Green Bay Packers. And it just so happened on top of that, uh, of course, you guys all know Ben Hoyt, you know, diehard Eagles fan, you know. Yes. I, oh, I got, I got, I had to deal with that. Man. So, Good. yeah, there's, there's that. I, I already knew going into this game, I'm just like, Ben, I already know we're dead. Uh, make it quick and easy. Make it quick and painless. Yeah. And they did not make it quick. They just made it pain. <laughs> because I, for some odd reason, I had hope that on a third and six with fucking Jordan Love, our defense could get a stop and we could maybe try the game. But of course that did not happen because that was a great day special, which then brings me to the next point of Aaron Rodgers not only playing on a broken hand, which has been discovered since he's been playing on it since week five. He also decides to add on an oblique injury and does not return. And he said on the Pat McAfee show that, you know, he's most likely going to play next week against the bears. And I hope he does. Just so he could, just so he could shove it up the Bears' ass one more time to prove that he's still the owner of the Bears. But I mean, I think, I think what this game, what this game showed me, was that one, we have no shot at making the playoffs, and two, after the Bears game, there should honestly be a consideration of putting Aaron Rodgers on the IR for the rest of the year. I know, I know, he stated that until they are mathematically eliminated. You know, he'll keep on playing. But honestly, I think by week 14, we're going to be statistically eliminated. Because cause, cause I'm going to be honest, Rodgers will play against the Bears. And for all those Bear fans that are listening, you will lose. And that, that, that's a fact. Your, your, your daddy's coming to town on December 4th. I thought it was Santa, I thought it was Santa that was coming to town. Well, Santa's coming to town on the 25th. Uh, daddy's coming to town in Chicago on December 4th. There's a difference. <laughs> you know, Rodgers is going to go into Chicago and prove on an oblique injury and a bad thumb that he still owns Chicago. But see, but, but, but listen to that though. That what 
I would, I what, is that, okay, what is that? I, yeah, what does that do? What does that do? For, what does that do for you guys? It don't matter. Wow. I, I'd rather. Air, I'd rather be. Air, five, just I'd rather be the Bears. Injured. I would, I would rather. I would rather be five and twelve and have beaten the Bears twice and the Cowboys once than being four and thirteen. I will take being five and twelve and winning one extra game. All right. All right. I mean, okay. that, that, that's just that. That's just the petty. That's just the petty in me and petty, wanting yeah. to beat the team rivals because I know for a fact we are not beating Minnesota. We're getting our ass kicked. We might lose to Detroit. We might get swept by Detroit. We have no shot against Miami. Absolutely zero. Zero chance against Miami. I mean, hey, no, I would no, love no to play spoiler. But, I mean, there, there, there comes a point where, I mean, Rodgers is going to keep on saying that until we're Where's, that, where's that game? That's in Green Bay? No, it's in Miami on Christmas oh, Day. Oh, it's Clip. Yeah, yeah, it's Clip. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you might as well. You might, you might, you might as well tell Aaron Rodgers, "Hey, we're gonna put you on IR. Enjoy the nightclubs in Miami." Yeah, pack it up. Yeah, pack it up. That's, that's not. That's not. Yeah, like it, 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 looking at the rest of our schedule, we got the Bears next week. That's looking at five and eight. Then we got a bye week. Then we got the Rams, Dolphins, Vikings, Lions. That honestly looks like only six wins. Just by looking at it. And, and who knows? Maybe we're statistically – who knows? Maybe we're statistically eliminated by week 15 and we could just throw in Jordan Love. Now, Jordan Love, that boy looked pretty good, you know, against the Eagles. Granted, whether it's garbage time, whether it's, you know, one bad play by the defense, that pass to Christian Watson for a 63-yard touchdown, that, that was something. And Jordan Love looked much better than, than he has had. And I'm glad that he's looked better because if because if I were him and I'm in the same system for two years and I don't see any progress, that's a problem. But he is slowly making progress. Now, hopefully we'll get to see him play during the season, which we probably will. It'll probably be week 15 against the Rams because we'll probably be eliminated from the playoffs by week 14. But who knows? And I mean that's that Sunday night game. I mean it was man, it was it was not good. I I, I don't know. I don't know how Matt LaFleur hasn't fired Joe Barry yet. I don't know if it's for the fact that our players on defense are injured, even though when our defense was healthy, it was garbage. Like our our problem literally on defense was a run game. And what is our problem still? Run game. Like I don't I don't know what Matt LaFleur is doing. I I I there are some play calls that he's made where it's like, Matt, what are you doing? Like it, it's just bad. Now, you also have to look at you have to lo- also look at this fact. You know, for for Green Bay, not only did we not only did we move like our offense took a big hit. You know, not only do we lose Devontae Adams, you also lose a QB coach, and you also lose Nathaniel Hackett. You know, to the Broncos. And hey, Denver, if you fire Nathaniel Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett, we will take you back with wide open arms to be our offensive coordinator. We will bring you right back. We, we will take you as our offensive coordinator because when you were our OC for three years, we had a top 10 offense. We will gladly take you back as our offensive coordinator. You'll be like a Josh McDaniels 2.0. Any one of your failed head coaching stints, just come back as a coordinator. Come on home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. This, 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 this Sunday night game, man, it was – I mean, it looked like it looked like we were going to blown out when we allowed two touchdowns by Philly. And then they Green Bay brought us back in. It was close at halftime, and then it just fell apart. And then our run defense is terrible. We're four and eight. Shout out the Pittsburgh Steelers for being the Colts because now we have the chance at the eighth pick in the draft instead of number nine. But all I gotta say is, at least we're not the Denver Broncos. 
At least you're not the Denver Broncos, but almost have the same record. Um, the I'm, Eagles. <laughs> the, you know what? Listen, you, know what? you know that. that. At least I'm not the Texans. The Texans, yeah. That, that's, Nobody's that's the weird. Texans. Yeah, that sounds, that, sounds, that sounds a lot better. So I was going to say, when I said the Denver Broncos, I'm just like, wait a minute. We both have over 30-year-old quarterbacks, both cash-strapped with contracts. Yeah, I don't know. That was a bad comparison. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, was, that was a rough one. Um, it, was a, it was a bad one. So you, you got you guys know that clip with Vince McMahon when he's talking about uh, Andre the Giant and he's like Sky he's special he's special that's okay. that's Jalen Hurts that's Jalen Hurts man he's just I mean, 157 yards rushing at, at the quarterback position it's like huh uh, it's I mean we did that same thing for Colin Kaepernick in the playoffs. I didn't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You guys, yeah, you guys are known for for giving up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, big time game, rushing games for, for, for quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's been it's been rough for you guys. But yeah, Jalen Hurts. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see this type of running ability at Alabama or Oklahoma. I didn't know, I didn't know he was like this. I didn't know it was like. We literally this. made him look like 04 Mike Vick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just not even, not even just this game alone. I mean, just throughout the whole season, I, I didn't know he was this type of runner. Um, until until he came into the NFL, and he's just been—it's it's just been insane. It's been insane how how, um, how how well he's been playing. His completion percentage has gone up tremendously over over this last three years um, as a Philadelphia Eagle. It's been a godsend, man. I mean, they go from wins to hurts. It's like wow. You take him in the second round. Everybody was like, "Yo, why, why would they take hurts? They have wins. It, it was a bad pick. Bad. It was a bad pick. What are you doing?" Howie, Howie Roseman. Uh, it's making it work. He's he's making it work. This was a good game. It was a little close. It was a, it was a potential trap game because I mean it's always going to be a trap game. You got Aaron Rodgers on the other side. It's just it's just it just is. It doesn't matter what what their record is, um, but with him under center, you you, you, you could lose. <laughs> and, with, and, 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 and and whatever Percy's on, you never know yeah. what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever he's on too. He's on some you know recreational stuff. Uh, too, hey, and I'm gonna be honest. When Rogers went to the <laughs> locker room, I'm just like, are we gonna get a Perk Rogers 2.0 like against Chicago? Maybe, maybe. But that's what I this, thought. No, this this was just this was just all about Philadelphia, man. And um, you know, for them, they got they got this win on at home, at the link, uh, and it's just they're just hitting on all cylinders. It's just one of the most dangerous teams in the league. And when it come playoff time, I'm I really want to see how the seeding works out in these matchups because I think just like how we saw last year. Uh, how great those divisional rounds were, and, and playoff playoff uh, games were. I could see the same thing this year, especially in the NFC. Like 49ers Eagles, and saying that that's an NFC Conference Championship game. That's a banger. That's a banger. That is. And then a also, didn't it, didn't every divisional game last year end in like at zeros? What do you mean, like final possession? Like, like close? yeah, like like as time expired, I think every single division round game ended. That's like the time expired, whether it's like a game winning field goal or something. Like... Right? Yeah, it was close. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was that. Yeah, exactly. It was that close. So, I think I think we could see something like that this year, um, in both conferences. Um, that, that's how that's how much parity there is in the league. But yeah, big, big win, big win by the by the Eagles. Then we get last last but not least before we get out of here, we got um and then we do week uh, thirteen picks. We got this Steelers and the Colts. Steelers st- still making it a game. Kenny Pickett is mm-hmm. he's solid. Yeah, he's proven. He's getting better. He's getting better every week. Uh, made some big big time throws to to Pickens, Deontay Johnson as well. Uh, Pickens, for for me, he's a rookie, so you know you're gonna you're gonna have mistakes. 
But what does he want to be? Does he want to be a guy that just that just makes spec catches, or does he want to be one of the best receivers in football? Um, and I think as you know, as he continues to grow as a receiver, and as as, as he continues to uh, have a relationship and gain chemistry with Pickett, I, I think I think he could he could be one of the, one of the best. I mean, he's that talented. He's just that talented, man. Um, his, his rookie season, the type of catches that he's able to make. But he has to just work on making the simple ones. And he's able to do that. I think he's going to be out of a player. Um, and then Mike T. I, I know, I know they're, I know, I know, they're above 500. They, 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 I don't, I mean, yeah, but I, I we all, we all know it's that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's still there. It's still there, but it, we know, we know that's not going to happen. Now, that division yeah. is just too stacked now. Now, um, but, but just, but these, but they, they could be, they could be a spoiler team though. They can definitely be a spoiler team, no doubt. I mean, teams trying to get a get get the right playoff seating, they try to get home field advantage, and they and they see Pittsburgh. You cannot sleep on that. TJ Watts back. He's still mm-hmm. running like his hair is on fire. They still have a really good defense. Megan Fitzpatrick is still out there, balling, getting turnovers. So you, you can't sleep on this team just because they're four and seven and they have a rookie quarterback under center. Uh, this is still a really this is still a, a well coached team. And then for the Colts, they just folded this game, man. I mean, first first of the first half. What was that? I mean, <laughs> what was zero yards in the first quarter? It's like I, I don't know, I don't know, man. And teams, teams usually have a script of you know 15, 16 plays of what they want to do when the when the game starts. Whatever that was, uh, burn it because that that was that was a terrible first half by the Colts, and then they pick it up in the second half, late in the game, went down to the wire. Uh, Matt Ryan threw a touchdown pass to, to, to Michael Pittman Jr. That was a great, great pass, great, great catch uh, by Pittman Jr. And it just they had an opportunity to tie this game and just bad clock management, game management, situational football by Jeff Saturday. And I think, you know, that's going to happen when you've never coached in the NFL or, you know, anything higher than high school football in your entire life. There's going to be those situations, and also he doesn't really. I mean, he has he has some he has some uh, former head coaches on his staff like John Fox, Gus Bradley, um, but it's it's still different. You're still that guy when you when you're that guy. You could have a couple people in your you know talking to you in your headset, but you still have you still have to know the game. You still have to know the situation. So that was that was a tough L, and I feel like the Colts had they got this W, it, it puts them it puts them in a in a situation where. You start to have some discussions. Maybe they can make a push. Maybe they can make a little run here and maybe try to get get that seven spot. But right now it's looking tough. Uh, it's just a learning process, not only for this uh, um, for Jeff Saturday, but also for this team. Jonathan Taylor fumbles again uh, in this game. Uh, it's just it's just rough. It's just a, just just a rough loss. But to me, it's a, to me. I said this last week too when he was on. This, I said these are good losses for the Colts because we know we know they're not doing anything anyway. So. Just, just you know, just keep, just keep building your identity. Keep finding out who you are in these next six games. Hopefully, it's to a point where you might get a quarterback, and then, then once you get that quarterback, then, then, then we'll see what happens from there. But good win for Pittsburgh, and then for a tough, tough loss for uh, for the Colts on their home field. Yeah, um, that that obviously that fumble was killer. Um, you're literally about to score. Uh, make, I believe it was to make it a tie game as well. Yes. Uh, just a bad. Bad exchange right there. Uh, Taylor fumbles, and then realistically, Matt Ryan falls on top of it. Must have gotten it taken away from him, or just never actually secured it. So, so definitely man, a tough that walk boy is slow as molasses, bro. Like, no, we think Brady was bad. Yeah, that's, what 
trying to run out the pocket one play. I'm like, is he? Is he? This is how he moves. The fact, like, oh, the fact that who, who was it a couple weeks? Oh, the, the Raiders. They gave him about 15 or like a 25 30, yard block. Yeah, 30, 30, yeah, exactly. 36 yeah. yard run. How do you even do that? God, I don't know. Yeah, I, I look at I look at that Monday night game. I mean, that was a game to where he was easily won by Pittsburgh. I mean, Kenny Pickett played well. He didn't turn the ball over a lot, and that's a loss right there for Indy. And it's it's a it's a classic loss because like that poor clock management at the end of the game. That's literally what an inexperienced coach looks like. Like what 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 bad clock management Jeff Saturday showed. Clearly showed a, a head coach that uh, it doesn't have fully experience. Like he doesn't have full, full experience yet. And, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll still be the head coach after, you know, the rest of the season. But, you know, there, there's a reason why he's an interim coach is because of this. <clears throat> and the reason why they start off slow. And, you know, for the Colts, like CJ mentioned, if they did won, win that game, maybe it would have given them slight hope. But, I mean, they already got swept by Tennessee. So it was uh, the hope was pretty slim. But I think after that game, the door is shut. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Great breakdown of week 12. Now we got the week 13 predictions. Here we go. Don't let Al Michaels down. He's been very disappointed with the recent slate. <laughs> with the prime video game. With the prime else. video Thursday night I feel, games. I, I feel so bad for Al Michaels. So there, there are some of these Thursday games that he had to broadcast. With a legend like him, he does not, he does not deserve to sit through Hey, Colts Broncos week five game. Right, he got he the bag. Yeah, he could have just stayed on Sunday Night Football. I mean, oh, he could have, but like, yeah, exactly. He took the bag. Bills Patriots. Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Uh, Matt. Oh, sorry guys, but I, I got the Bills. Uh, I think I think Buffalo is going to find a Shocker. way. I mean, I mean, I know, <laughs> I know it's in New England, and I know Bill Belichick could find a way to play spoiler. But I just think Buffalo is going to be a team to where that, that Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs connection, I think it's going to be big. And I think it's going to be too much for the Patriots office to keep up. So I think Bills are going to take this game. Connor, you got Yeah, listen, they haven't punted against us in the last two games. Uh, and Bill Belichick be doesn't great. know how to – Bill Belichick doesn't know how to uh, defend running quarterbacks. Josh Allen is very good at that. So uh, – Love my guys, but I also love winning in the pick segment. So I'm going with the Bills. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think this I think it's going to be a series split, just like last year. Uh, and I think this is the game we get. It's it's at it's at Foxborough. Uh, we need to get this game. I pick the Patriots every game. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say ride or die with the team. Uh, yeah, I, I pick I pick them. I pick them every game. But DJ's, um, I know DJ's I know the optimist. Anthony's the pet. Not, not not really, not really optimistic. I just I mean, it's just tough for me to just say but like, hey, we're gonna get blasted by 35. You know what I mean? If it happens, <laughs> if I, it happens, I, I, it happens. I said we I said we were gonna get blasted by Philadelphia and we only lost by seven. Right, yeah, exactly. Well, things, I mean, things things are things are things can happen, things are different. You never know what might happen, but I'm rolling I'm rolling with the Pats. I think we get this one and then we lose to uh we, we could potentially lose to uh Buffalo down the road in the next game. We got Steelers and the Falcons. Uh, Steelers have a better like, defense. We'll go with them. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like, I like Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh. Falcons' defense is good too, though. They're a good team. Yeah. They're, un, they're they're underrated. They're very underrated. They they make plays, but I just can't. I know. I mean, I, I trust Pickett over Mariota. As crazy as that sounds. 
I got, I got, I, I got Pittsburgh as well, and I trust, I trust TJ Watt and that Steelers defense more than I do with Atlanta, especially with how Atlanta lost that game last last Sunday. If there's any situation where it comes to the wire with Atlanta having the ball last, they're gonna find a way to choke it away. So Steelers for me. Broncos Ravens to get right game for Baltimore. I mean, there's poverty over there in Denver, so I got, I got Baltimore. I don't even, I refuse to even pick in this. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm going. I'm going with the Ravens, and for any Broncos fans out there, uh, Broncos country, uh, let's die. Um, let's die. You, you guys are dead. It's, it's rough out here, and you, you you don't you don't have to talk to me for the Packers Bears. You already know who I'm going with. You already know. <laughs> yeah, I think you already I know. know if, you already know as Bears fans, your owner is coming to town. I don't know what Phil's status is uh, for this game. It don't matter whether he plays oh, or he doesn't. He I, I mean, it's tough for me to say it doesn't matter when y'all just gave up one fifty-seven to Jalen Hurts, and 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 don't doesn't and matter. That, and on that top matter. ten list of we, top ten rushing performances by a quarterback, you know who also is on that list? Justin Fields. So, uh, if he plays in this game, I'm gonna take win. the Bears, my guy. I'm gonna take the Bears. No, no, I'm take the Bears, no way. You guys can't. You guys can't stop the run. You guys can't stop the run. Doesn't matter. We're playing the Bears. Rodgers always no. finds a way to beat the Bears. Uh, listen, I hear that, and then, of course he does. He owns the Bears. He does. He does. But we're talking about this game on Sunday, and uh, Justin Fields playing this game, and, and, look, and, and looking at y'all run defense, which is you want to talk about wise oh, cheese. Oh, it's terrible. Swiss cheese defense. Oh, it's Swiss cheese. It's Swiss cheese. All right. Rotten cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Chicago. Connor, you got. I'll go with it Chicago feels, just to piss off, Matt. It feels plays. I got Chicago. Jaguars and the Lions. Good game. Good game. Could be a good game. I like, I like, I got Detroit. Yeah, I'll go with Detroit. It's at home. I got, I got, I got Detroit as well. Uh-oh. Oh. Look we got here. Oh, man. Oh, it's in, it's in Houston. It's in Houston. Oh, I thought it was in Cleveland. It's in Houston. Oh, oh! This is this is gonna be the masseuse crazy. man is back. The the booze the booze are gonna be insane for crazy. this. Crazy! I wonder. Uh, I, I I wonder if we're gonna get a you sick fuck chat because you got that one in the preseason in Jacksonville. Probably Will we get I'm that sure, same I'm thing sure. in Houston. Oh oh yeah, I'm I'm sure we're yeah, gonna yeah. have some chance, but at the end of the day, the Browns are gonna win. Yeah, the brown the Browns are still gonna oh, win, yeah. man. Right, Brown, hey, if the if the te- if the Texans win this game, it will be it will be one of the greatest upsets of the season, and America will be happier. Yeah, I, I could I could see it being close because of everything that's in, that's about around this game. I could see those Texans players just getting up for this game because of the circumstances. But all in all, I'm still going with Cleveland. Th- this is also Vikings. a circumstance to where if Deshaun Watson tears his ACL this game, I give two shits. I do not care. I would not okay. care. Uh, that's, that's, that's how you. That's how you feel. I'm entitled to that, my guy. <laughs> uh, we got the Jets and the, and the Vikings. I got. Hmm. Yeah, Magic Mike White. I'm a little Minnesota. Yeah, come on. I mean, I don't even know why there's a pause. Because yeah, Jets got the number two defense in the NFL. Uh, Jets got number <laughs> two defense in the NFL. We had a very, we had a very good defense too. 33 points. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, we had a very good defense too, but um it's, it's still it's still a close, it's still a closer game. Let's still go with Minnesota though. Let's still go with Minnesota. Who y'all got? Uh, oh, I got, got I got I got Minnesota. 
I mean, okay. Minnesota's going to find a way and win this game. There, there, there's no way. I, I, I think, I think at this rate, I think if Green Bay wins and then Minnesota wins, I think Minnesota wraps up the division. So I mean, it really doesn't matter. They're going to beat the Jets. And hey, and, and, and hey, if Mike, if Mike White, if Mike White beats the Vikings, I will gladly smoke on that Vikings L pack. I will gladly smoke on that. Uh, this is a this is going to be a good game. These next couple games are going to be good. This is this is a good game. This is a more important game for both teams. Uh, commanders and the Giants. I got the Commanders. I got the Commies too. Giants are too banged up. Well, I, I, I'm gonna go hot take. I'm gonna go different. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Giants. I think. I think it's at MetLife. I think they're gonna find a way to get Saquon involved early, and I think the Heineke train is gonna slow down. I mean, you're. I mean, they're six and one. They're on a winning streak. Eventually, it's gonna come to an end. I think. I think Sunday, December fourth, is gonna be the day where the train slows down. Two teams with similar identities. We've got the Titans and the Eagles. I think Philadelphia keeps it going, 11-1. I tend to agree with you. Yeah, Eagles. Seahawks and the Rams. Get right game for Seattle. Yeah, the the, uh, the Rams are bad. Bad yeah. at football. Yeah, <laughs> the, Ram, the Rams are definitely terrible. I got, I got the Seahawks as well. One thing I will say is at least Christian has USC because if he didn't have USC – I mean, he might be in shambles. Facts. These next three games are bangers. We got the Dolphins and the 49ers. This could be a Super Bowl preview. Um, For a Daniel, revenge Mike game, Mc... too, between like Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. Sure, yes. yes, yes, yes. A lot, exactly. A lot of former players on, on both sides. Uh, Mike McDaniel's going back to San Fran. Wow. I got a uh... – I'm going to say my, I got Miami. I trust two over Jimmy G. Still, I'm 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 gonna go Miami too. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna be different again. I'm going with the Niners. I trust I trust their defense. I think their defense is gonna shut down the Dolphins' offense. And same thing I thought of like with the Heineke and the streak. Eventually, Tua is gonna lose a game, and I think this is gonna be the game where Tua loses. Okay. Okay. AFC Conference Championship rematch: Chiefs Bengals. I think the Chiefs get this one back. Hey, we're going to answer that right now. I think the Bengals continue to roll. Jamar Chase back? It's a big one. I got got the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to stay rolling. And like CJ mentioned, I think they're going to get revenge on on them. So give me the Chiefs. Sunday night football, week 17, between the Chargers and the Raiders was a classic. They're running back again here in week 12. I got the Raiders. I got the Chargers, second favorite team, baby. Yeah, I got, I, I got, I got, I got got the Chargers as well. I think, I think the Raiders have gotten lucky the last two weeks, barely escaping Denver in overtime, and then barely escaping, barely escaping the Seahawks. Yes, I think this is gonna be a game to where now this could easily be the same old Chargers, and they could easily choke this game away. But I think, but I, what I truly believe is I think when they went for that two-point conversion and got it in Arizona, I think that could be a momentum boost for the Chargers. So, give me the Chargers. All right, Colts and the Cowboys. I got the boys. Yeah, I got I, I got I got the Cowboys as well. Yep. And last but not least, NFC South matchup. The Buccaneers and the Saints. Who are we rolling with? It- Come on, do, 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 do we even need to discuss this? 
It's Tampa Just, all the way. I don't know. Tampa, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer that Tampa wins this game. I, it's not. I think we're. I think we're gonna pick the Saints. You think Red Rifle is gonna play better than Tom Brady? I don't. But Brady's like one in five against them. But he won this year. But they also suck this year. Yeah, no, nah, I don't. I don't hey, see. I don't see in, no. They're still in first in the division. Well, oh, yeah, sure, sure. division sucks even worse. Yeah, division division's terrible. Uh, it's not a no brainer because, like Connie just said, the Saints definitely have Brady's number. Um, but I, I'll I will still take um, Tampa Bay in this game, but in a, in a close in a close close game. But all right, that wraps up and the hard count episode ninety. Wow! Well, look at us. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting close. We're getting close to that hundo. Um. Good stream. Hey, I appreciate you, my guy. Appreciate you stopping by every single week, man. Showing us love. Again, everybody else has stopped by. Appreciate you guys. Make sure you if you're watching us on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell for the next time Connie and I go live. We also have other shows on the Unwrapped Sports Network that you guys might want to check out. So definitely be on the lookout for us on our other shows throughout the week. Yes, sir. Anthony Conover underscore on Twitter. You can check out my link tree. That's where you'll find everything. Other than that, you have a good one. Matt? Yep. Twitter handle down below, Matt underscore score. Check that out. Instagram, Matt underscore score 21. And both of those bios has my link tree. Gives you access to my sports podcast and me and my great friend of Connor do called MCS Real Sports Podcast. Talk all things NBA and NFL related. You name it. It's available everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, iHeartRadio. You name it. It's available everywhere. Always a pleasure to be on be on the hard count. It's been a while since I've been on the hard count, but decided to make an appearance because, you know, what went down uh, Sunday night was pitiful. And, you know, the time to tank for a draft pick is now. And I don't care if we beat Chicago next week and we finish the rest of the season 5-12. and 12. I will take beating the Bears twice and the Cowboys once. And then I'll take 5-12. and 12. Well, and, hey, and, hey, if Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to the draft, Green Bay, please take him ASAP. Got a waiting right. everybody. Uh, with all that being said, appreciate everybody for tuning in as per usual, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode, all right? Yes, yeah, sir. Catch you guys next.